and welcome to the Computer Game Show, presented by Spong.com. I'm here, my name's David Turner, also here is Sean Bell. Yo. Matt, you're over there, aren't you? Yep. And James Farley is also here. I am. We've got a lot to talk about, uh, <laughs> mainly about last week's show, haven't we, chaps? <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, one so let's, let's, let's just explain what happened from our point of view. So we all we made a secret WhatsApp group, um, mm-hmm. and we're just like, right, let's lie to Dave and say that the only one we planned was the NX one, right? And we like, let's just yeah. tell him it's been announced, and we sort of. Now we did we did fuck the delivery of that because we came up with a whole string of like believable lies, but it was too tempting to go for the ones that would wind you up. So you... the thing was right when I was in the moment, I wasn't really thinking. When I listened yeah. to it back, I was thinking, well, this is really obvious because yeah. <laughs> you were saying things like the first thing you said about the new NX was, "Oh yeah, if you download your old digital ones, you'll have to pay more." <laughs> Why would they announce that? Barely any details, but. <laughs> but yeah. just to let you know, there's no details, but just the, how the eShop works. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to that. I thought that's a classic lie. Like you go into way too much detail. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. The thing was, when you're completely in the dark, right? I like. I'll say this. That was a good attempt. Okay. And the only reason why I made you come out with the fact that it was a lie was because I really, really wanted to talk about it. Yeah. But I couldn't let myself go completely without knowing 100%. Because that would have like been a like lie. a half-hour discussion of us <laughs> just yeah, over something it, that just isn't even true. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, because it would have been... That's the thing, it wouldn't have been that. It wouldn't have been... Like, I wouldn't have put my... I wanted it to be true so I could really go for it. Um, and without it, that knowledge in my head that this was definitely true, um, I, I kind of thought, well... Uh, I can't really go. I've got to hold back a little bit because yeah. someone I look like totally stupid. But you, you, you know that was a good one. That worked. Okay, I'll give you that. Because you know, as I far was, as I'm aware, I was so tempted to let that keep going. When, when there was as... that, there was that long silence. I just thought, can, can I just do this? Then I was like, <laughs> I can't do it. It's... I don't think I don't think I would have gone for it. I, I mean, I was so skeptical of it. Like from the yeah. moment that um, you said that it was called the Wii Two and they were keeping the Wii or they were going back to the Wii so I was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm starting <laughs> to fall off of this. Um, the uh, the uh, I know of two other lies now. So what, yeah, so which... we planned the NX one, and then just in the middle of the recording, fucking Matt just <laughs> just goes, was like, oh yeah, they announced a like... new Perfect Dark. <laughs> He was like, yeah. he was like, just just lob some others in if you're feeling it. Just lob some other ones in. <laughs> well, so what would it, was it? There were only two other more because there was that and Knack too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was it. Okay, so because right, okay, so let me explain how I found out. Right, first of all, um, I while I was editing, I had the the PlayStation conference running in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then that finished, and I didn't notice that Knack two was not announced. Like, because mm-hmm. I was kind of like half watching it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Then I watched the Microsoft one, specifically scanning through it to try and find the perfect art bit. And I thought, this is weird. Maybe it was just like a really short trailer and I've missed it. And then I went onto Google and searched perfect dark. And honestly, my face and my reaction, right? So let, let me, let's start with this one. Let me start with this perfect so, dark. Uh, just quickly. There's more, we've got to do more stuff. Yeah. So we had a secret WhatsApp group. I, yeah. just, I thought, do I do a secret? And I thought, okay, if I was going to do one, you know, what is a game? What what is a game I would like? You know, rare or rare on stage. I know we're gonna talk about Sea of Thieves, so I thought I'll do a surprise, and this will even, this will even like take like Sean and like James by surprise. <laughs> so I'm, 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 my heart was pounding out of my chest. So I was like, do I do it or not? Do it? If I'm gonna do it, I need to do it really, really well. 
yeah, I, I was I was freaking out and I said it and then like I was looking at WhatsApp at the same time and Sean saying, "Hang on, is this real?" Like in, in our secret <laughs> WhatsApp group and I'm like, "No, of course not." But elaborate, go further. <laughs> and then that's just how there's a laughter and I and then I had to like mute my I had to mute my mic at various points because I was laughing so much. <laughs> well, the the, uh, the funny thing is, if you listen to it back, the the the, the good thing was hearing Sean like because he you say all that stuff about Perfect Dark and then at one point Sean just goes. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's there's no way you can muster. <laughs> yep. I was um, fucking right, crying. Okay, let me... Because I, I need to explain to you where you fucked up, because you no, fucked no, no. up... Okay, you can explain, but we don't agree. But go on. <laughs> right, but the, yeah, because that's because you're thick. Like, I, I you know, you, you clearly don't know how to podcast or how to run a show. So what I'm going to do now is... This wasn't exp- about podcasting. This was about making you sad. And uh, we <laughs> no, succeeded. No, no, you see, because this is the point, right? Everything we do must be for the show. It is completely pointless. This is totally doing, for the show. Doing a setup and then fucking oh, look. I'm what I'm doing now, Matt. With this whole section here is me taking your fuck up and turning it into oh, what, something. What you're right? doing because we were just not going to discuss it and just leave it and move on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so let me let me get this out of the way. That perfect dark lie mm. was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it was brilliant. The the choice of game, the way you dropped it, the way you played that whole bit was perfect. I was genuinely gutted by the end. When I found out, I was genuinely gutted and the reaction was insane in my front room. It was a real ha- head in hands moment. What the fuck? They've totally done me here. Yeah, you had me hook, line and sinker. I'm the, just and, gutted and we didn't see your reaction. Also the recording. When That's I went a good to bed. Yeah. You're gutted that you didn't see my reaction. <laughs> no, because it wouldn't have worked on the podcast. It would not have worked on the podcast. I just want to say oh, one Matt. thing. Right? No, no, sh- sh- shut no, no, up. No, no, no. Let me finish up, my thing. Let, shut let up. me finish my thing. Just let, oh, let I'm Matt trying speak. To... Let him speak. Go on. Uh, go on then. Go on. Let's, let's hear this awful. <laughs> you, I've not even finished my point. No, fuck off. Go on Okay, go on then. You can't use your. Let me finish my point and then you can retract or then you can apologise and go, yeah, you were right, Dave. Yes, you are the best. You are the best. The thing is, right, it was it was a perfect lie because it was unexpected. There was no rumours. There was no... It was completely out of the blue and I didn't suspect a thing. It was beautifully oh, done. The problem is, right, as a listener, you don't... Like, you want to... What you should have done, this is what you should have done. After we said, thank you for living it, bye, you should have just gone, oh, one more thing, Dave, perfect art was fake. Because you would have heard the, like, the, my heartbreak. <laughs> you would have literally heard my heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, and but then, David, David, then the music you're, would have rolled. You're, you're, you're missing something here as well. Come on then. What am I missing? The reaction that we're getting right now yeah. is exactly, <laughs> exactly what we were hoping what, what, for. This is what I've just said, James, right? Uh, what I'm doing is taking your mistake and turning it into entertaining oh, podcasting. So so okay, so you're you're trying to regain control of you looking like a, an idiot. No, <laughs> I look like an idiot and you totally done me. I've got that, right? But the whole point is the biggest part of a practical joke was not even played out. It was done. It was left to the... You should have told me before the end. You fucked it. No, you, because you it's no, because it was inevitable it. that you do this for the next episode. Yeah, it's not like we just mad. thought you wouldn't find out. <laughs> or that you go, or that you just go. Oh, oh, that's okay, guys. Like we all it. hung uh-huh. up, and we were just like, I can't fucking wait for next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but basically, after recording, I mean, first of all, straight after recording, we we're on the WhatsApp group. Like, oh my god, it's gonna be like five, ten minutes. He'll realize. He'll Google it straight away. So, like before bed, my my heart was, you know, again bursting out of my chest. Like I was looking at my phone. Every single text is it Dave saying, "You guys, I found out." 
there's no text before bed i was like i couldn't even sleep for half an hour i was so excited like (laughs) well the best thing was i got so i got hold on was this perfect dark return thing also a wind up sean why can't i find anything on this which i I then sent to the other two just like right guys i'm asleep and then i got sean i can see that you've read this are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me sean It was it, it, beautiful, right? Okay, yeah. you you fucked up the payoff. That's fine. Okay, I'll let Wait, you so. off with that because I, I, I managed I to turn did, it into something. No, we didn't, that's yeah, that's no. fine. That's fine. You can't use the excuse. Oh, I know we'll do something really funny and good with this next week. So you know that's why we didn't. No, you didn't. For me, you right. can't rely on my my talent to turn <laughs> your fuck up into into good stuff. Okay, the, the, the ego has landed. This, this week's just a bonus. <laughs> Right, it's all about last week, right? But for me, it's about listener, listening to us thinking like, basically, listener was in on the joke, and that's why it's so perfect. If I was said at the end, I'll they say, though, perfect Matt, was like, there was oh, people okay. going, hold on, did I miss the perfect dark thing? There was people not that, that hadn't seen the E3 stuff that listened, that Brilliant. may still that's think even better. That. You've got no idea how much of a fuck up that is. No idea. The <sighs> beautiful moment of me Googling it and finding it out could have been heard. Or or you just dropping that bomb right at the end could have been heard. You fucked it. Everything should be done for the show. That's it. Everything should be done for the show. That's the fucking that's well, the basic rule. It was though, was it? Because you know, I found out off air. That you know, that's that's that moment lost. Right, okay, putting that to one side, let's go to the second lie you did. Now that is even more criminal because that was just fucking appalling. Mac two, really. I'll tell you why that was a shit one, right? Yeah. Because NAC 2 was being rumoured before E three anyway. So that would that was like because when we did this before, the lie that you told me or that Michael told me was that Mirror's Edge 2 was announced, mm. which there was a huge amount of rumours like for Mirror's Edge 2 before uh, E3. We got to E3, I didn't watch it, and he said, yeah, Mir- Mirror's Edge uh, 2 was announced. And I went, oh, right, okay. And then at the end he went, the lie was Mirror's Edge 2. And I went, oh, right, did they not show it? No, they didn't. Oh, right, okay. Like, exactly. that, that boring, isn't it? That's really boring. Exactly. <laughs> Rubbish. What's funnier, right? What's funnier? Seeing on Twitter people saying SM, SMW saying loving the perfect dark bit. Did you did you guys really not tell him? No, we didn't. Yeah, really. did you did you really not do that? That's what he was saying. Did you really not tell him? Why the fuck we all wanted to no, hear that? Because he thought that's it was funny point. that we didn't tell you. That's, the... <laughs> that's anyway. You, anyway, that's what you meant. You're you're detracting away from the shit knack one, right? Because okay. my point to Matt in the week was like that doesn't work because that's like introducing you to, to like introducing a mate to someone they've never met before and saying his name is Brian. Oh, you're right, Brian. Oh, sorry, no, my name my name's actually Steve. I don't know why you said it's Brian. Oh, is great, it Steve? Great is it? Gag. Yeah. Uh, it's a classic. Like, it's just there was, <laughs> Sean no, there every was no fucking joke. <laughs> there was no joke there. There was no Knack Knack Two wasn't announced. Oh, wasn't it? Okay. So whose idea was Knack 2? That was me, pure spur of the moment. Because Matt was just Fuck like, drop, hell, one, drop another one and drop another Fuck one. Like, okay, it's because we, we know that you're a huge fan of the first game. So we yeah. thought you'd get as excited about that as you did Perfect Dark Zero. But, you know, obviously... I, I held you... I, yeah, but the rumours beforehand completely ruined that. Like, so I, I no didn't know there were any rumours, so I just... Ah, fuck it, Knack. You really fucking hated Knack. Knack 2. <laughs> Absolutely shocking, right? Because I was holding Sean in quite high regard over this little mess. Oh, no, no, don't do that. You thought it was me? Did you think this is one of mine? 
Uh, no, I, d- I didn't know if it was you or Matt, but like I, Sean said, I only knew about the Wii U one. Right? No, no, no. I said so, the, no, uh, I said so the, the NX one. You mentioned Perfect Dark, and I was like, mate, I, I had nothing to do with the Perfect Dark. That's someone going off the grid. Right. Okay. So I, I misread you there. So yep. the NAC two one, Sean, mate, yep. hang your head in shame. That was an awful, awful one. At least they got me with the Perfect Dark one. All right, they fucked it up you at the end. Two, but Sean, at least on. they got Next me. Year. At least they got me. Uh, so yeah, that was the that was the way. Because the NAC, the way I found out about the NAC two one uh, was in exactly the same way. I I thought, oh, I'll just have a look at the NAC two trailer, see what that's like. So I googled NAC two, and there was nothing at E three. And I thought, <laughs> I, oh, right, I can't work out in my head okay. if that's better or worse. So the fact is, like, Knack 2, it wasn't exactly a treasured game. You didn't, weren't desperate for it. But the fact you're like, oh, so there wasn't a Knack 2. Just to see your face and, like, you sort of look into the distance. <laughs> sort of slightly disgruntled. Just to see him be like, why even lie about that? It's confusing. And you go off to make a cup of tea, like, staring Matt, into space. Matt, are, like, you why are you seriously running with the argument it was good because it was such a bad lie? I'm sorry, that doesn't rub <laughs> with me I mean, no, it certainly all. wasn't a Perfect Dark 2 you won. But... No, that was, that was brilliant. <laughs> was that, that, that was a perfectly picked game. So um, that was my review of what happened after last week. We've also got something else to review because um, yesterday I sat down and I listened back to our prediction show. Oh, yeah. And I went through every concrete prediction we made and who well, made that con- prediction. Concrete, I mean, okay, go on. What I mean, what I mean by this, Matt, is that um, uh, there's a... Uh, when it comes to when it comes to these predictions, there was a few times where we went, Oh, do you know what? It'd be really nice if this was announced. Now that didn't count. So I discounted anything like that. I discounted anything from Nintendo because we put some ideas forward, but ultimately we all said they're not going to show anything. So yeah. it, that kind of like it didn't feel like a concrete prediction. So I'm just gonna ask you guys, how many predictions do you think we made on that show? I have Matt? no idea. Surprisingly uh, few, oh, oh, I reckon. You mean in, t- in total or each? In total. Um, 15, 20? 15, 20, Sean? I think it's probably less than that. I think actual concrete ones. I think there was loads of, like, oh, it might, it might be this or eh, probably not. Eh. Um, I reckon it's probably closer to 10. And uh, James? Yeah, I'd say like 8 to 10, I think. All right, we made 18 predictions. Oh, okay. mm. 18 oh, solid okay, predictions. Guess how many we got right? Oh, Three. Really? <laughs> Is this not going to spoil Three. it? Okay. Three says Sean. No, no, no. Because they. Three mm. says Sean. Eight, 18 says Matt. <laughs> James? I don't know, about five, maybe. Yeah, we got we got four. So you're you're yeah. about right. Um, okay. Hang on. Who had the best? So, who had got the best percentage? Um, I know who got the lowest, but we should probably yeah, get yeah, to that. Let's, let's, do that. Feeling. let's, let's say that. So uh, we only, I, we only really made pro- uh, solid uh, predictions about um, EA, Microsoft, and Sony, and we only made one about EA. That was the first prediction we made was that uh, Jose Mourinho would be on stage <laughs> at EA. Oh, and what a prediction! That was a biggie. nailed it, and it was, and it was my prediction. So I get a point for that. Um, Trust me, on, go back what, what, and listen to what, it. What, so, but someone else started it, didn't they? And you you jumped in with Jose Mourinho. Who started? I, I said, no, no, listen. I said, I'm they always have a celebrity. Let's try and guess what celebrity will be on stage. James said Louis van Gaal. Um, you said Roy Hodgson. And I said Jose Mourinho. So mm. that's uh, back Half of the net for me. 
One po- n- no. <laughs> uh, the second one. The no, second on. one is one of James's new Xbox pad with microphone. Mm. That's an X. He got the new mic. He added the microphone in there. That that uh, cancels it out. What was it? A hard point dream. for that? No, he doesn't. He doesn't get any point for that. But um, they they showed a new pad. They did. Pad with Bluetooth. Yeah. No, no, no way does he get half a point for that. Definitely. He said specifically. But there's a new pad. He said there's a streamlined pad. He said specifically a new pad. No, he said specifically a new pad with a microphone. Was there a new pad with a microphone? Yes or no? We don't know yet because they haven't announced all the features. No. Oh, fuck (laughs) off, James. Good point. Good point, James. One point. Number three. Number three was Oculus Rift coming to Xbox. That was me. No point for that. Absolutely. Uh, that although, one. to be fair, have you heard the interviews with Microsoft since? <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like, um, they had an interview with a guy who does Oculus. What's his name? Uh, Palmer Lucky or... F- yeah, well, one of those guys. No, and uh, they said that this was on, this was on Giant, Giant Bomb. And they said, so, so you've got a good relationship with Microsoft. You're shipping with Xbox One pads. Is this going to be available for Scorpion, uh, Scorpio? And they said, we have a very good relationship with Microsoft and we're not prepared to announce anything just yet. And then they asked the same thing to Phil Spencer and he said, we've got a very good relationship with Oculus Rift (laughs) but we're not ready to announce anything just yet. Yeah, it's happening. Although to be fair, it does sound like that might not just be it. If If we're adding predictions to these predictions, I think Microsoft might open it up to all VR headsets. Yeah, Obviously, I, I apart think, from I think that might happen, actually. That would be brilliant. Because yeah. I think said, that's what they're going to do. Didn't Phil Spencer said that they were like, they've been talking with like HTC as well, you know, for like Vive and stuff like that? The but, only reason I would doubt that is that all Oculus stuff that you buy, for, like all Oculus games that you buy from the Oculus store will only run on an Oculus headset. Yeah. So they're trying to control that. So it would seem odd that they would let their stuff you work on a piece of hardware maybe they that's won't. agnostic. Maybe they'll just say you've got a choice. Yeah, you've yeah, got a choice. You can buy an Oculus or you can buy this. You know, two stores. Or, or do, do you think there'll be like an Xbox branded one? Yeah. Maybe? No. I don't think they'll brand one. I don't think they'll brand one. I don't think so. You never know though. Because it is going to be strange to try and convince Xbox um, owners, hey, get this third party thing and then yeah. you've got to worry about developers which one are they going to try and program it for is it easy to convert oculus to um vive or whatever it's called well yeah hilariously apparently it's just like a totally arbitrary block that they've put in and all the stuff runs on whatever you want if you can i think bothered. it's one thing saying that you can't buy from our store and use it on another headset it's another thing to say hey let's join up with microsoft yeah. on this platform to get more headsets out there. I think it's a, diff- a different thing. Hmm. Um, but anyway, um, prediction number four, death of traditional console generation for Microsoft. That was from oh, Sean, yeah. and I'm I'm giving you a tick for that. Thank I you. said that as well. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a really obvious Sean come out. Sean, come out of it. I'll, Sean, I'll come out with that one. I'll share the points with you, mate. Half point each. No, you won't. But you can't share the points. <laughs> that, I mean, that means I'm up to one point. It's my, it's my points, no, right? You can't tell me what to do points, with them. James. Uh, five was a uh, huge focus on backwards compatibility. That was Matt. That was uh, a cross next to that one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it wasn't a focus, was it? They did mention it again, but you literally said, "quote Huge focus on backwards compatibility." Right. Um, 
uh, I would challenge that that prediction was correct. <laughs> I mean, Go on then. What, what kind of prediction would that be? Microsoft would b- mention backwards compatibility. Oh, really, Matt? My, are they going to say Xbox on stage as well, Matt? Are they? <laughs> I didn't say that. You're having a fake argument here. Oh, it's a good point. Um, uh, six was Red Dead uh, coming to backwards compatibility. Oh. That would be announced on thing. That I said that. Cross next to that. I was surprised uh, seven, that we didn't see any Rockstar stuff. Yeah. I think we mentioned this last yeah, time, but been, yeah, that was odd. Yeah, as I said though at the time, I think it's just them. I, I think that is mm. the only thing that they would announce at E3. Yeah. They'd much rather do their own thing, get more attention. Yeah. Um, they've got that feeling of we don't share a stage with anyone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, number seven was both myself and Matt uh, cracked down free uh, with an announcement. No, it was a live demo, we said. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a release date announcement. They didn't even mention Crackdown 3. Mm. Which it has been, been worrying, delayed, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's been, they, they announced it had been delayed. Right, so, right so, okay. So in a way, there was a release date, the release date announcement. It's just that no, it's been Matt, put back. No, 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 no. No, 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 Dave. Technically, they made an announcement about the release date. We also said live demo. Well, yeah, half a point. <laughs> half a point. you up, number I'll take eight. half. I'll take half a point. Another one of Matt's uh, new b- bullet storm. Yes, well, that was well, yes, that was that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, was it? Yes, because um, in like the USB. Okay, no, everyone can everyone be quiet, right? And just let Matt talk <laughs> now for the next three minutes because I can't wait to hear this. Go on. So in in the press pack, I believe the Microsoft were handing out to attendees. Um, one of the items within that press pack was a USB stick, and with on the, on that USB stick was some materials that referenced. Uh, Bulletstorm Remaster, and uh, that was all okay. over all the, all the gaming news sites. Right, I'll take a Go point on. for that. Is that is that <laughs> it? Because because you said that's not that's a not new Bulletstorm, Bulletstorm game. I can't support you on that, Matt. That's ridiculous. I said, no, the, the, I said the, the, new Bulletstorm game. Didn't say sequel. <laughs> no, you didn't say remaster either, Matt. I'm what, sorry. What, what did was... I say? You listened to it again, that, you nerd. It wasn't announced. It wasn't announced. It was a, a some fucking assets on a USB card that someone found. I think half There's a no... point, half a point at least. For Matt, that. I don't know where you're getting this half a point system from because I'm what? the one that wrote all this down and half a I point. use that system. So you can take half a point and shove I mean, it up your I mean, backside. On, on Twitter, Chunky Duffy said, "Hey, did you mention the Bulletstorm HD remake?" I mean, I, I did mention. And then Bulletstorm. you, so you, re- you replied no, right? You replied <laughs> no to that. You said, no, I, just, I mentioned a new Bulletstorm game, and I that said, didn't happen. Great, Carry I on, said, Chunky. Great tweet, mate. You best fan, half a point. <laughs> <laughs> then we went on to Sony. Um, this we go. was my first prediction. No, was, no, just uh, before we Sony, what is the current score? What, what are the current uh, scores on the one, one for Sean, one for me, naught for you. On That's Matt. ridiculous. <laughs> James and Matt. That generation thing's ridiculous, because I came out swinging with that. And now I've lost it. No, it's not there. <laughs> Mate, you're forgetting that I listened to it yesterday. Like, you did not come out swinging for that I should at all. To it as well, just to... In fact, yeah, actually, Sean is, kind of, Sean is kind of lucky to get a point there because, I mean, it is pretty wishy-washy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but he did say quite clearly that they would pretty much announce the end of uh, a, a console, uh, the generations as we know it, and they did. So, I mean... I've given him the point. We went on to Sony, right? Uh, the first one we did on this, this was prediction number nine. Um, GTA PSVR. That was me. Big cross next to that. <laughs> then James come out with Killzone VR. That's another 
cross next to that. James uh, James also went on a massive roll of wrongness here uh, by coming out with Bloodborne 2. No. <laughs> Way too soon, James. Then, then Matt liked the ideas of sequels and come out with Red Dead 2. Nope. <laughs> then I joined in with Matt's obsession with sequels and we both said Last of Us 2. <laughs> no. no. Uh, and, and then we went even more mental. Me and Matt said Shenmue 1 and 2. <laughs> no. <laughs> Still surprised that um, wasn't announced. This one was uh, on free people's list. So it wasn't about who mentioned it first, but someone mentioned it. I think it was Matt. And then me and Sean agreed like and said it's on our list as well. The last Guardian release date, mm-hmm. we got that. Here we go. Boom, yeah, first one in the bag. The, first point, okay, in the point each. Here we go. Uh, what we didn't get was we then made another prediction that it would have a stage demo it didn't, so no point for that. Um, number 17 prediction is uh, Matt Murray prediction. Uh, Kojima walking out on stage. Oh, shit. We had that. Yeah. So bag that one. Two points. And number 18 uh, was <laughs> Matt, probably the worst prediction on the list. Combine some, sort of comb- some sort of coming together of PS Plus and PlayStation Now. Well, it was a good shout. I thought it was all right. I mean, if the, yeah, yeah. We, I think we, we already talked about this, but yeah, if they just made PS Plus a few quid more and stuck PS Now on it, that'd be good. But they didn't do it, so no, I they mean, didn't. It weren't I'm just saying it's, shout, not, a, it's it? not a stupid idea. They didn't even mention PS PS Now, did they? Did they even talk nah. about it? I mean, I was nah. skimming through nah, bits of it. No mention of <laughs> it. Not fucking surprised. Yeah, you've missed one of mine off, which I thought. And that was, so currently, what is two points to me, two to you? Are you gonna none. do the? Are you gonna do the PSVR thing? Yeah, right. I, what are I you said, fucking right? kidding me, man? <laughs> was I said basically a big PSVR title, and I think I'm gonna claim Resident Evil as that one. No, Matt. No, because if you'd have said Resident Evil coming PSVR, I'd have gone bang on. That is a great prediction. Well done. A big PlayStation VR game. Right. Uh, that is okay. such right, fucking right, horseshit. No, <laughs> Dave, Dave, right. That, that, that is about as vague as Sean saying. I think Microsoft might like. Dude, like, break down the barriers of a generation. Like, that's been rumoured no. for months. <laughs> he literally said that they would an- announce the end of generation updates as we know it, and they did. Yeah, but th- that's th- why I gave him that I, point. I, I, well, no, no, I'm, you I'm not said counting, I'm not PSVR Sean's, will uh, have a big rumor. exclusive. That's what you said. PSVR well, will have a big exclusive. Yeah, no, like, it, you it, find... Resident Evil is exclusive on PSVR and on other consoles, but um, it's, it's the exclusive <laughs> VR one. Games... Video games will be announced. That's mark that one up for me. I mean, that's when, I VS, when I saw Resident Evil Seven, I thought that that's a tick. That's a solid tick. So going through them, Matt had two, uh, Sean had two, I had two, James zero. I've been <laughs> stitched up here. This is like <laughs> mugged right off, James. Yeah. Stitched up? What? Stitched up by you in the past? No, stitched up by you. Going on about this generations thing, which is the only one I would I would claim as as definitely being one of mine. Oh, and Dave, um, I also mentioned Xbox Slim. You also mentioned Xbox Slim. Well, d- d- that's all counts as Xbox S, doesn't it? I I it, it listen. I listened to it yesterday morning, and every time we made a solid prediction, I wrote it down. I've got that on my so list. I, do you know? I think I might listen going... back to this. Yeah, I've got <laughs> <my list. laughs> 
<laughs> Xbox oh, Slim please, Rundown. I've got a list please, Rundown. James, please listen back to it. Please. The, my favourite was the Mourinho one because I thought we'd come up with that together and we fucking didn't. That was me. And that was the best one. That easily the best one, that. So uh, I'm going to claim victory. I probably should get two points for that. In I fact, think, actually, I think, no, I think I'm doing the points. Stage is pretty solid. Um, <laughs> if you just said Kojima coming on stage uh, with that light woof. bridge underneath. Um, so, yeah, because I didn't get a, a chance to really comment on uh, E3, and I, I haven't got too much to add. Um, there is a couple of things I want to talk about. First being, um, uh, We Happy Few was sort of skimmed over by us, uh, and, I, oh, yeah. you know, understandably so. I said because really I think good. I was, yeah. yeah, no, you did. Um, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's that we, we touched on it briefly, but... Um, uh, when I watched that trailer, I thought that was probably the best, like the most exciting game to be shown. Um, what I've heard about it since has kind of dulled my excitement a little bit. I don't know if you've heard the stuff about it. It's actually like a survival game. Oh, and, really? Um, I always find those survival games to be a little bit like I love the idea of them, but don't actually enjoy playing them. Yeah. Like um, Don't Starve. When I first played that, it was like, wow, think of the possibilities. This is going to be so much fun. And about an hour in, I was like, I'm not actually having any fun here. I'm going to stop. Um, uh, so, yeah, that concerned me a little bit, but it's so early in development. The 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 thing with the trailer is that the the setting and the uh, the tone of the game seemed brilliant. Like, it was uh, very Bioshock, very um, British, and uh, it had it kind of felt like a clockwork orange. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it I, had I that really sort got of that to it. it as well. It, Probably it, those masks. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it, it was the masks and the truncheons and all that sort of stuff. And I was kind of like, yeah, I'm digging this. So um, that's definitely a game that's that's sort of... That was probably the game that stamped its mark, I think, other than maybe, uh, was it Death Stranding, which mm. uh, I think you guys totally undersold and not through your own fault. Are you I'm joking? not slagging you off for that. No, because your, your description of it was um solid it, it by was Sean. batshit man it was solid it, if i was to describe it the way you described it to me I, like if i was to have to describe it to you i would have done it in the same way and focused on how batshit mental it was but also what what i didn't get from the conversation which i never would have got until i actually watched it is how compelling that trailer was like genuinely compelling i thought it was going to be so wacky that I'd be laughing throughout the whole thing, but I was genuinely gripped, and I think the music helped, and um, uh, and the like, the clear emotion on on display on the on on the trailer was a real sort of like holy crap. And um, the thing with Kojima for me is that I I've liked Metal Gear Solid games. I've never been as big a fan as as most people. Um, uh, I like how batshit he is but I don't like the world of Metal Gear Solid. Hmm. So for him to be able to cut away all of the Metal Gear Solid and do something batshit in a new setting and with a new story, that interests me. Now, I am really excited to see uh, not more about the gameplay or anything like that. That will come, but more about the themes that it's obviously going to take. I mean, there's been a lot of chat. I don't know if you've heard like the theories about how the trailer represents him leaving Sony and stuff like that. Have you read no, that? No, no, I haven't I read that no. stuff. No. Well, the 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 um that you know he had this baby that he obviously loved and cared for that had been taken out, taken away from him, right, and had disappeared. Uh, and and this was him moving on away from the baby, and but then he's seeing the pressure of these 
new sort of things that are looking over him and stuff like that. I can't, maybe that's looking into it too much and whatever, but I did like that theory and I did like the fact that people connected uh, with it in that way. Mm. I mean, obviously, the, the, the first thing you look at is that this is going to be uh, a look at, you know, the health of Earth and, and how bad the state of the environment is at the moment. Um, but, you know, that's too base level and obvious for Kojima, I think. Didn't, but hasn't he already said that, like, what was shown at this is not actually like it's not obviously gameplay or anything like that, and he doesn't really know where it fits in yet. Yeah, with, I mean, like, the yeah, whole he thing. Still yeah, but even... didn't I read a story today that it was like he's well into development with it? No, but I, 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 well, I mean, I, I, I've also read similar things this week where he said he's still shopping around for de- for the engine he wants. So, oh right, of, okay. Yeah, he went around, you know, the world like a few, few weeks ago. You know, different development studios. There's loads of pictures of him just traveling the world. When, and that's when he was basically trying to find an, an engine for this game, and allegedly he's still looking for, or he hasn't agreed maybe on a final engine. So I don't know, this is gonna be a fair. Yeah, few so, years maybe, away. so maybe it's way off. And I suppose when I saw the trailer, I wasn't, um, I wasn't connected with the game that would come out from it. What I was connected with was Kojima again. I was more like, yeah. oh yeah, shit, he is very talented. And he can do things that will make me sit up and take notice. And um, and he's batshit mental. And, and it reminded me that actually, yeah, I do like Kojima's work. I just fell out of love with the world of Metal Gear Solid. And maybe Dave, that's... Yeah, you should definitely play Metal Gear 5. I mean, it, it, and anyone listening to this, if you're not really into Metal Gear games, the fifth game is, is stunning. And it's really, really different to any Metal Gear game before. So it's probably super cheap now. In fact, I bought it the other day for... 15 quid in CX I would absolutely recommend you definitely Dave playing it because it's when I first started playing it it's very much feels more like a Far Cry game than a Metal Gear game and it it's really really an incredible bit of work so I'd recommend Dave you, you give it a go maybe I will I'll get around to it next like time it. I've got nothing to play for sure because it's going quite cheap now in um, places so mm-hmm. maybe I'll look into it but right now uh, kind of busy but I, yeah I mean it's one of those games that's always in the back of my mind and thinking yeah I've got to play that at some point um but yeah, the, no, the tra- the trailer got me excited. And um, if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, the Computer Game Show on YouTube, um, you could see a video of my dad uh, watching the trailer. And I almost didn't put it up because he wasn't as funny as I thought he'd be. I thought he'd be kicking off throughout the whole trailer. But then part of it, what I liked it, because I watched a load of other reaction videos and it's just people going, oh, look, there's a baby, oh, and just talking all the way through it, mm. which is, I thought, what my dad would be doing. But instead, he was, at one point, you could see he was fucking gripped. That's, yeah, yeah, that's like, what I liked about it, because like afterwards, he's like, oh, it's, you know, he says, like, bollocks, didn't tell me anything. It's like, yeah, but for the entirety of it, he was deadly silent and he was just... That, well, that's that's really you know that bit towards when he, you know, when you see those things in the sky, his his face there was a flicker of not fear but sort of like there's something there. Do you know what I mean? At like seeing yeah. that, he leant it, forward and yeah. sort of went, and then and then uh, you could notice the moment where he, where he kind of snapped out of it because he sits back and folds his arms. But th- there were like there was a bit because right at the start he was going, oh, it's a Pink Floyd new thing, isn't it? New Pink <laughs> Floyd like that, right? And making his jokes, but then all of a sudden he just shut the fuck up and leant forward and was like. That was it. As the camera pans up to the guy's feet on the beach, he went, "Oh, what's this?" <laughs> and that, and that was the last thing he said until the fucking trailer ended. Yeah. It was mad, mad. So that's why I put it up because I thought, "Wow, this is actually 
kind of interesting um how it sort of gripped him for a moment but yeah that and the uh the other thing i noticed by going back and, and watching stuff um uh, firstly i'm so be- i'm beyond excited for the new fifa now watching the uh the the story mode they've added i mean jesus christ you weren't lying when you were saying that that guy was a bad actor <laughs> you yeah. just like the way he was like it was as if it was edited like they snipped bits out between sentences because he would just snap into a new pose every time he said a sentence you know like how amateur dramatics is it's like i want to do this and then i do this it's like just saying the line one after the other as opposed to it feeling natural but I want that. I want a cheesy fucking awful story in FIFA. I want it to be terrible, but but play well. That's all I want from that. And uh, I think that's what we're going to get. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, also, uh, with Perfect Dark obviously being removed, uh, Microsoft wasn't that brilliant, was it? No. Yeah. It was It was weird. I mean, the whole... Um, Sean obviously touched on this last, last week. You know, the whole... The fact that all their big games are also on PC sort of lessened the excitement somewhat. And obviously, it started with new version of the existing console, ended with new version of the, you know, another new future version of the console. Yeah, it was, it was a bit weird. I mean, it's I, a I very, think, oh, it's very confused, isn't it? And they're going like, we've got some new hardware. Also, all this is on PC. Also, we've got some other new hardware. You just basically give me an hour's worth of reasons not to give a fuck about the hardware. So. <laughs> <laughs> they've certainly um they've certainly not made things clearer uh, afterwards as well. Phil Spencer's come out with some real weird one liners like, mm. Well, if you've got a four K TV if you've got a ten eighty P T V then don't bother with a Scorpio, just get a S. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like what and he explained afterwards in another interview what he was trying to say was if you're new to Xbox, you might as well get an S. Um uh because you're not gonna see the massive amount of benefits that, that like Scorpio is being built as a 4K console, yeah. and you will see the processor benefits of the of the Scorpio, but there's a huge part of what it's built for that you won't see on a 1080p TV. Um, so I can't kind of get what you're saying, but um, I think their message was it was kind of muddled because I think they're halfway through pushing something big through, um, and some of the he was talking about keyboard versus controller stuff and that worried me that was what worried me more than anything else that microsoft said because he was kind of like we're going to leave it open to developers oh really and oh fuck. yeah i did wonder how and they I, were going to address that and that's the absolute kind of worst like, way they could i think <laughs> i think you're definitely right about them being that this is only like half of whatever they're doing because it, it when because i heard him on giant bomb like talking about how you know they were going to focus on you know like your games anywhere that you want to play and I really think that the next thing is going to be they're going to be like allowing you to like stream to iPad and stuff like that as well, because that that seems to be the logical thing to happen. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that's going to be the major next step. I think um, I don't know. I think there's something missing at the moment that that it feels like this is a halfway push to where they want to be in like three or four years time. Um, it's it's just a strange message at the moment, and I don't think because I don't think it's the full one. Um, going back to the mouse and keyboard thing, though, the other thing that concerns me is that once you start letting people play on PC, there's going to be a lot of fucking mods and hacks and stuff. So it appears as though you're playing with a controller to get you over barriers, but you're playing with a mouse and keyboard. And um, as someone that likes to play competitive online shooters, that's a that's a killer for me. 
um, and that could possibly turn me away from Microsoft. You know, I don't think that's likely to happen. Because what do you mean? Well, because they always the stuff that's from like that's on Xbox is like signed and everything, so you can't modify it. And I don't. They'll oh yeah, do the no same one's thing. ever modded an Xbox game, have they? No, but you can't go on live with it. Like if it's lod- if it's modded. Yeah, but this is we're not talking about modded for piracy here. We're talking about tricking a system into thinking that you've got a controller plugged in when you've actually got a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, That's... people have already people have already tried to do that. You know, like, tried to mod like games and stuff on Xbox, and it it doesn't work. Like you because they you just get. Kicked I'm off. almost I'm almost ready for an app bet on this. I think it I think it'll happen once you start seeing PC players getting into things like Call of Duty and stuff. Uh, I think it will. No, well, it's too it's too flimsy at the moment. We don't know when it's all officially yeah. starting to make an app bit, but um, I think it'll happen, and that concerns me. That concerns me a lot because I don't want to be playing. Even the thought that someone might, even if they're not, there's no one in the room using that mod. The thought that someone might be will put me off a lot of games because there are times where I'm playing online shooters and I think fuck this the other guy's cheating even though they're not mm. but knowing that there's a chance that they might makes it even worse for me um, and then when Phil Spencer was like yeah we're going to leave it up to developers to decide if they want to uh, let people use mouse and keyboard or not and I'm kind of like are oh, developers going to be thinking well the more the merrier rather than hold on <laughs> this could completely fuck anyone that's that uses pads uh, so that's a concern but other than that, I mean, it was an okay free. Sony absolutely smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. The, the, the way of presenting where they went, trailer, 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 was incredible. It's a little bit mm-hmm. concerning because it makes me feel that they're not really doing enough to the system. Uh, but it doesn't concern me that much. Certainly not at this point in, in the PS4's life, lifetime. So uh, lifespan. And um, the one final point that I wanted to make after watching E3 is that we were talking about how this um, generation constantly evolving is a new thing. And the argument is always, what about phones? And it clicked with me today why I don't like it. I, I, don't, I own one phone. I want all the consoles. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of feels mm. that if both Sony and Microsoft go this way, I'm definitely going to have to pick one platform to go with as opposed to getting, all, getting them all. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be playing the high-end PlayStation stuff, not the high-end Microsoft stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, th- I feel once I've locked into one platform, it's going to be hard to switch back over because the upgrades along with the digital downloaded games is going to make a big difference and it. it's going to feel like you're in a uh, sort of ecosystem like like you are, like I am with Mac. Like I want to get... I'm half thinking about going Android this year mm-hmm. with my phone, but I know that I'm going to lose a hell of a lot of shit if I decide to do that. Uh, yeah, you're that already, you're already with... invested. Yeah, exactly, and that worries me with games. It's like uh, I say, like, because... I'm already, like, when I think about getting an Xbox One, um, it's not so much about the initial outlay, it's the fact that I've got another tenner a month going out, or whatever it is, not tenner, is it? It's like five, six quid, something like that. Still, it's like another monthly commitment to think about, which is just... Shit. And that's yeah. that's the other reason why I've not yet bought a PS4 mm-hmm. is because with the Xbox I have got a lot of games, like digital games and stuff like that. And I know they they're not going to disappear, but it's just the thought of having to invest in another platform and then get into PlayStation Plus and all that kind of thing. It becomes more expensive. Mm. 
So it's like, are you going to go Android or uh, uh, Apple iOS? You know what I mean? iOS. Mm. It's kind of like, it feels like if they do start adopting that mobile phone system of updating every two, three years, are we going to go down that route where inevitably you're going to get people literally sticking with their console? And is that good for the industry? Once, you know, Sony or Microsoft wrap, rack up the larger market, does that mean that Sony aren't going to be, Microsoft aren't going to be pushed enough or Sony aren't going to be pushed enough? You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so I think that's why I'm freaking out about this a little bit. Uh, and maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it's totally fine, and I'm worrying too much. I don't. I don't know because the the future is completely unknown. I've got a few but, things to say about that. Actually, well, first of all, sure, yeah. Like, uh, yeah uh, Xbox Live is like thirty five quid a year. Because you know, one off payment. You don't have to do a monthly thing. So you should probably just get still an Xbox. A, it's just a game. That, yeah, but I don't need an Xbox. I've got a PC in it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, and Microsoft have <laughs> proved that point valiantly. Um, <laughs> with regards to the whole and you know, Android versus iOS thing, you know, I haven't gone Android because I just prefer iOS, but. If Android was an incredible gaming platform, I you know maybe I'll have also have an Android you know phone. Um, but with Xbox you and PS4, buy two phones just I I don't. Well, think I, I probably wouldn't have a contract on the second one. But if it was like incredible, I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not you know I'm not counting out. There's every chance and with Xbox with Xbox versus PlayStation. You know, I, I, I'm sure I am going to get both and I'll just do what I do with phones. I keep it in really good nick, and then when a new one comes out, I'll sell it, and then that pays like seventy five, eight percent, ninety percent in terms of phones of the new one, and then I just add another 100 or so quid and get, and get a new console. I, I just feel like there's going to be too many good games on either platform to miss out on, on one and stick with one. But I do I do see what you mean, but I, I can see myself just getting both and just selling, selling the previous one to pay for the other one. It's not like I'm but, literally paying £400 every two years because I'll be selling the old version hmm. to cover the cost. And that's what I do on my phone. You know, people sometimes say, how are you getting a new phone every year? Well, because I'm keeping my iPhone in great nick with a case, you know, say what you want about cases, you know, saying that I get like four or five hundred quid of that every, you know, and then sell that and that, that most that pays off my O2 contract and then pays for the deposit for the new one. So but then are you gonna have the same motivation with with games consoles because you don't use your games console anywhere near yeah, as much yeah, as I mean, you yeah, do yeah, fun, it, it's slightly different. But but then with games consoles it won't be annually. It'll be every two two three years maybe so i think every two to three years i probably would and you know me david if, if it's shiny and it plugs in i'm probably going to buy it so um <laughs> but yeah i, I think with the two or three years thing i don't think you're going to cover 80 percent of the cost like you 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 look at you see yeah, you're buying, it, yeah i suppose you're right there actually i mean you're looking at your xbox s your your xbox s when the scorpio comes out is probably going to be worth about 200 pound if that and the scorpio is going to come out Oh, well, we don't know. We've got literally no point of. I would anticipate Scorpio is give you way more than the four hundred pound we're also we're expecting now. I I think it's going to be quite expensive as well. Yeah. I reckon it'll be five hundred quid plus. Yeah, yeah, it's, I yeah, it's right. going to be it's going to be for the high end thing. Thing after like PS3 and and yeah, after PS3 price and stuff and having to get two jobs etc. But then they've always got the, they've price. always got that thing to fall back on. This is a two hundred fifty pound console. Which will probably be even cheaper when the Scorpio comes out. So if you want to play Xbox One games, you can still buy this really cheap option. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, I've got my concerns, but let's face it, this, this is the way it's going now, and we've, we're gonna have to get used to it. Yeah. It's definitely right, exciting. Are we, are we done? Did anyone else want to say anything else? Can we move on? Just what he was brilliant. Just what he's got. Yeah, brilliant. I, I would year, say, though, I it? would say, I don't think it's as good as the previous year, but it's still a great year. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. I didn't feel sad by the end, even despite the fact that Nintendo did only show Zelda and Pokemon. 
Um, Speaking of which, I watched the Zelda stuff. The game looks incredible. Yeah. I'm not on board with the art style. Ah, uh, yeah, you really? mentioned um, this. I, really I, don't know what you, I don't know what your problem is with the art style. What's that? You're not, you're not, what, what, what's wrong with the art style? It just looks so washed out to me, like so like pastely. I, um, it's a personal preference thing. Maybe yeah. like that's it, but it, it, I wasn't blown away by it. Like, when, the only thing I, when, I was thinking about it visually is like it looks really good, but if the NX version doesn't look a fair bit better, that's going to be a bit disappointing it's just you know just things like when you, you know going close like close up to fucking rocks or whatever and it's like oh it's made of about three polygons sean yeah. um, sean sean yeah. prepare yourself for disappointment <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> there's a, there's that and the, like the draw distance seemed pretty shit what well, uh, draw uh, distance is fucking ridiculous really yeah, i mean the bits i saw fucking miles away well she <laughs> I See, don't know. The bit, the bit from that trailer that got me with that actually was when. Do you remember there's that bit where he cuts down a tree? Yes. And it it looks it looks really rough because it's all like jagged and yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't look so good. But overall, I though, I really like the art style. I thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love I love what they're doing with the game. I love the direction they're going in. Every everything I've heard about it sounds brilliant. Mm. Um, and I'm well on board with. I uh, I just I looked at it and just thought, oh, I don't actually like the look they've gone with, but. <laughs> You know, who cares? I mean, if the game's good, the game's good. I play through yeah. Dark Souls and that looked like fucking shit. <laughs> right. Okay. No, 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 just one Zelda. I think Zelda looks amazing and I'm very excited and, and all that. But my, I, I hope it still feels like a Zelda game. Like, the new Metal Gear is incredible and I love it. But there's definitely an element, there's definitely a part of me that thinks it doesn't feel like an old Metal Gear game because it's just, it's open world. It hasn't got, it's not like level after level, you know, with like a linear story. <laughs> well, mm. You know, it's much, much different. And I just hope, hope Zelda still feels like a Zelda game. Even as they've obviously changed it a lot. People are very, very tired of Zelda games feeling like Zelda games, and this <laughs> is really why are, they've yeah. made that decision. Um, I guess, I'm sick of it. I want there to same, be the same spirit, not just Zelda skin on an open world game. But it, haven't, it I, looks amazing. I'm not saying that it doesn't. But. It'll feel like Zelda. There's no doubt. It'll still have the charm. It'll still have uh, all that shit in it. I, do, I, I mean, this is Nintendo we're talking about. They're fucking excellent. If there's one side of Nintendo that they've maintained... It's this, you know, having that feeling of their classic games, uh, but but modernising them. I mean, just look at uh, 3D Land. They know what they're doing with this shit, so uh, I completely I completely trust them on that on that side of things. Um, uh, but it needed to be shaken up, like no doubt. Um, right, okay. Uh, sh- should we go through what we've been playing? Aye. Matt, do you want us to kick us off? Absolutely. Well, this week I did something that James Farley has never done in his entire life, and I bought a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> now this is funny because you got you got the newer model, right? Yeah, I got slightly 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 newer model. Yeah. So what what are the differences, and what do you well, make of it? It definitely feels cheaper, but it, the touch sensitive buttons have gone. So it's, these are just like regular clicky buttons now, which is good. So it's when my daughter then yeah. goes Thank next God, to the TV, she's that, not turning the PlayStation on every single time. Yes, yeah, definitely a good. Yeah. Thing. Um, the, the matte, the, sorry, the sort of uh, glossy um, top cover has gone. It's just matte now. Um, it's got slightly different RAM. It's it's super quiet. I mean, my PlayStation Four was so loud I could barely hear Metal Gear like cutscenes really? on the streams I was doing. All you could hear was the fan in the background. Now it's it's silent. It's uh it's super good. So uh, it definitely feels cheaper. I'm not sure if it's because it's all matte now and that combined with the sort of the the you know, the clicky button rather than the touch sensitive one. It definitely feels cheaper, but 
I would imagine it probably is cheaper. They're obviously trying to save money on, on production and stuff. But um, mm. yeah, the thing is, I'd rather have the functionality have. of the new one, like to not have those touch sensitive buttons and stuff. Yeah. Um, they're also but, doing yeah, that on the Xbox I mean, S as well. They're also that they're moving that touch sensitive button, and that's just a clicking good. button as well. But but like it it does look the photo you sent us. It did look like. It didn't have the sleekness of the, yeah. the original one, but I would happily, happily trade for a quieter and uh, uh, one that doesn't have those fucking awful buttons that the PS4 has. Uh, so yeah, yeah, good. Um, what games did you get with it? Um, I got um, FIFA 16. Um, good, and classic. I got um, what was the other game I got? I, I I bought Metal Gear because I hadn't quite finished it, and I got and, and I got Uncharted with it as well. So did your did you know your Metal Gear save was saved in the cloud? Was your yeah. Uncharted one saved in the cloud? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's all yeah, it's all, all backed Wicked. up in the cloud. So, so when's the stream kicking off again, Matt? Well, I've already played a chapter, so I haven't I haven't got a PS4 camera yet, so I'm probably going to carry on playing Uncharted on oh, my own. You absolute scum! You're ditching our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, that's no, it. No one really I mean, cared for that anyway. It's fine. I mean that's fine because you you I mean you robbed them of the chance of uh, listening to me find out about Perfect Dark and now you're robbing them of the chance of. Oh, I'm sure all nine people are really regretted about that, but um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I haven't got a PS4 camera. Yet. I need to get one. Obviously for PSVR, and I got my email a couple of days ago confirming I'm going to get out on launch date. So I'm nice. super psyched for that now. That's pretty sweet. Mm. I, I can't wait. To, I mean, I need to contact Spong and make sure that they send me to any event. That that's uh, that's for PSVR in London because I'm going to go there and smooge. <laughs> is it smooge? What's the word? <laughs> it's not smooge. What did you it's say? It's not smooge, is it? Schmooze. 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 I'm going to schmooze the uh, the PR people there. I'm going to walk in and go, hey, hey guys, I'm so ready to give this a 10. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we made it clear on the last episode that we all need free ones, so... I don't see why Some that more than others. Some more than others. <laughs> and the PS4 would well, be Matt's, nice. Matt's all right, obviously. Oh, yeah, Farley also needs well, a PS4. Come on, I, yeah, PR guys. Sort it out, yeah? Put it this way. Um, in a future episode of the Computer Game Show, if we're all raving about PlayStation VR, don't listen to us. <laughs> Just ignore <laughs> what we're saying. Just preemptively <laughs> you know slip I mean? that in so we're not corrupt. <laughs> Just telling you now, yeah. fucking ignore us because we're being paid <laughs> yeah. off. I will probably be as excited as I am normally. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That I have been getting paid for a long, long time. So it's not what you've been buying this week; it's what you've been playing. So, yeah, what you've been I, playing? I played uh, Gone Home, the oh, yeah. on PS Plus currently. I'm First so excited about this. Yeah, I I bought this on P- on on Mac on Steam on Mac ages ago, and in my laptop at the time couldn't play it, so I was gutted. But um, yeah, I finally played it. I played on friday or saturday night whenever i got the console and uh yeah I, I think it's a really really interesting game and i'm really interested in talking about it cool we'll talk about it go for it so um i mean you know it's basically it, i was quite scared for most of the game <laughs> i know it's supposed <laughs> to in, in general that sort of you know feeling of being eerie and stuff yeah and it definitely definitely got to me i mean but i i've got a few few things to say about it yeah i mean it, it was really interesting um i love sort of exploring the house the the, the thing that sort of annoyed me and this is I think that sort of happens in computer games is that you were the daughter going to this house, you know, and it's like, your, you know, your family lived there, but I was playing it like I was a thief, basically. I was like opening every single drawer, <laughs> reading every single document. And I, I basically, I, I don't know how games are going to change that because I think that's just a natural instinct as a gamer to want to, like, you know, 
crawl on every single surface, hit, hit X wherever you can, read everything. Yeah. That, that obviously isn't realistic. You know, that, that is yeah, not I know, how but then that I person kind of liken, would do that. I liken that to, say, horror films where, oh, she's run upstairs. Why would she run upstairs? Or an episode of Keenan and Kel where she goes, I don't, sorry, I just realised I'm probably the only person that has referenced Keenan and Kel every year of his life since that hit the TV. But like an episode of Keaton and Kel where you're going just tell him just tell him that you <laughs> fell over the rock and broke the rock or something just tell the park man and then all this caper wouldn't happen but that doesn't make for a good episode of Keenan and Kel do you know what I mean no nah, yeah <laughs> I liken it to that stuff is what I'm trying to get at here <laughs> with my Keenan and Kel rant but yeah um, you know seeing all the you go into all the different rooms you know reading, finding out stories or you know very, nat- very naturally I love that um, yeah, I feel like I fucked up the ending, uh, big style, which is really annoying. I did I, fuck up the ending. So what did you do? I basically went. Up, well, I was quite scared at this point, but you know, I went upstairs and I, for some reason, I ran right to the end, opened the book, yes. bang. And That's I was exactly so what gutted. I did. I was so. I mean, I, I wish there was something they could have done to sort of warn you that this is gonna and end it. And I, I just because at that point. I, I guess we're going to go spoilers now, right? We can talk spoilers in this game. I know lots of people mm-hmm. are playing this probably right now because it's out on PS Plus, but what should we do? Should we dig up SpoilerBot again? Yeah, let's do it. Can do. SpoilerBot, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, mate. How you been? Better for not talking to you mugs. All right, it's rude. Um, how long should they fast forward to avoid the uh, Gone Home spoilers? Nine minutes and 40 seconds. Cheers, brother. Suck my balls. Right, go for it. So yeah, so the ending, I, I basically went into the loft, around straight to the, towards the book, and then basically ended, and I was I was really gutted, because at that point, I thought basically that they sort of committed suicide. Same, Bec- Because exactly I same. hadn't read enough, and you know, as soon as I, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh god, I feel like I'd ruin the experience. But two things happened, and one, as soon as that happened, and um, I basically reloaded a save, and then, you know, went back upstairs and read something that they split off, you know, so they ran off together and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting, but also, like, the feeling of the eeriness around the house, like, instantly disappeared. It just felt yeah. like a normal house. All that sort of build-up, and obviously, you know, at that point, actually, I went up to a loft with the Ouija board in hand, in case that, that was like, <laughs> something I had to do. I, I hadn't done it with any other object in the game. I hadn't taken any object anywhere. I'm not sure if that's something you need to do. I've done it with a key and, and stuff, but... um. Yeah, the Ouija board, I thought, I better pick it up and take it into loft with me. And I just like, ran towards the book, and it's, it's sort, I felt like it sort of ruined it for me. But um, yeah, as soon as, I, as soon as I reloaded the game, went back upstairs to the loft, read the note, or you know, I heard like, the audio journal entry um, about them meeting and you know, and, and, and going off together. Yeah, the feeling of eeriness and scariness is just gone. And um, I really want to go back to the game. I think I will, because I, I, I found like, one, one half of a bit of paper which had like one half of a combination for yeah, yeah, a lock yeah. or safe. I found yeah. the safe actually as well, but I and I put in a couple of dates. I put in like the date of the daughter's date of birth. That didn't work. I, put, I found like another date in that room, um, but that didn't work either. But I would like to go back and... Um, and and find out what other, other things there are to well, discover well, around to, the house. Listen to this. Firstly, going back to your original point, I did exactly the same thing because I was convinced that you were going to find her hung, hanged <laughs> in the um, in the loft, right? Oh, right yeah. because, because, and I think that's an intentional thing that they were trying to do because hmm. throughout the whole game, you've got those fairy lights lit up around the loft, so you're constantly looking up to it. And oh, then yeah. you'll get, you get to the point where it's going... You're going to the loft. You know, the, the, this is where your next point is. So it felt like this was going to be the end. I thought, yeah, that's 
that's going to freak you out because you've looked at these fairy lights throughout the whole game and now suddenly you realise that there's a dead body up there and stuff mm. like that. So I pretty much did the same thing. I ran to the end. I think you were supposed to work out that there's nothing up there and that it's totally fine yeah, before I don't know you why get I ran to, to the end. I mean, which is every other corridor, I was basically, you know, checking checking everything going you know methodically looking around the room in a certain order i went to the loft just bombed to the end it was totally unlike me maybe i was scared maybe i was well i don't know it, it probably wasn't yeah, it's, got, that, it's got to be fear right yeah, yeah, I just that's, ran to the that's end definitely what it was for me um uh but uh i yeah but i mean i kind of cocked that up for myself um as for being scared uh throughout the game that's completely intentional and I've, I've stood by this. I've made this point like after I played it because a lot of people were going, why was there all that supernatural bullshit and the lightning and all that sort of stuff? Why was that all in the game? And I said that that's, that's to intentionally, intentionally make you feel like someone walking into a creepy house for the first time. Mm-hmm. So the character there was playing out. Because were you doing that thing where you were walking in the room and instantly looking for the light switch? Oh my God, and yeah. Like yeah. And just like real life, I'm le- I was leaving every single light on. And it's yeah. quite funny because one of the notes or something, something you read later, it might be like a post-it note on the, on the board outside the girl's um, bedroom. It's like, stop leaving all the lights on. I'm like, well, I'm literally doing that now because I'm too scared to turn them off. Yeah. Which so- is something I would probably do at home. And exactly. And I think that that sort of hint towards, oh, there might be a jump scare here or there might be a freaky moment or whatever, that that was intentionally left in or that was intentionally there to make you feel like you're walking into a creepy house for the first time as a young, you know, as a teenager. Um, I think that was a big part of creating the atmosphere of of, uh, discovering this house. Um, So I get that. I I think that's wonderful. What I want to tell you about now is that safe because... I guarantee, because I found the second half of that safe, oh, really? and I opened the safe, and I saw what was in it, and it made no sense. Um, <laughs> where's, where's the second half of that, the paper? No, no, basically, when I saw a bit of paper, I wasn't 100% sure if that was related to, like, the safe, or because I also couldn't get into the basement. I, I think sure. it was, well, basically, the safe and the basement are two huge parts of the of the story, oh, the sort man. of... No, it's two huge parts of the side story that is actually an overwhelming uh, experience when you discover what it's all about. So, this is the, the dad, isn't it? Yeah, so you read about the dad getting the house, being given that house, right? Uh, I'm not sure I did, actually, no. I don't remember that. Right, right so, um, uh, so the dad was given the house and you don't know who by. Um, and in the safe, there's a letter to uh, someone I can't remember who it was written to, but it was written by the uncle, like your uncle or or no, his uncle. Yeah. Um, and it was basically talking about how he was banished from the family and he was never let in. Now I read into that in the wrong way. The way it read to me was that he was outed as being gay and was banished from the family, and this was him apologising for being gay. But no, if you read more, there were certain bits that I missed and certain cues that I missed that actually, basically what it is, the dad got the house um, from his uncle. The uncle gave him the house. Right. But there was a complicated relationship there because the uncle had sexually abused him. Uh, oh, shit, and, okay. um, and then when you realise that, you start working and piecing things together about the dad. So if you went down into the basement, right at the end there was a little toy... Um, uh, I did, it was like a little toy horse or something right at the back of the basement, which kind of indicated, look, that's where 
this kid was, you know, when this all happened, you know, that was how he lured him into the basement and all that shit, sort of okay. shit. There was also in that basement was um, heights of the dad when he was a kid. So you knew it was like a family home at the time and it stopped on a certain date, right? That date was the date that the time traveler that he kept writing about traveled back to. So wow, all, okay. all that year, that it was a, a very specific year because it was when uh, J.F. Kennedy was assassinated yeah. and the time traveler went back to do that. And then there was a letter to the dad's, wrote a letter to his dad explaining about what the next book he was writing. And it was about him traveling back to that year and saving himself, like the 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 age, you know, the time traveler saving mm. himself. And that was a reference to him returning to the house and saving him from his his disturbed past and stuff like that and take you know challenging it challenging it head on and that when i read all that stuff and started putting my own pieces together fucking blew my mind like i was just like there is so much here that i missed and i'm not angry that i i missed it i'm just i absolutely blown away that i managed to pick up parts of this story got it wrong but could see why I got it wrong. You know, it all worked. It was just a beautiful piece of writing, really well told. Mm. Um, and th- that is why that specific game will always stick in my head. That's like, fantastic. I can, I can yeah. see those rooms in the ha- in the house in my head now. And considering I played it so long ago, uh, it that rarely happens. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I do. I, do, I want to go back to it now. I mean, I I, I loved sort of reading. Um, about what well, yeah, I think in the mum and dad's room there was a, a book under the bed of a bookmark and it said like from Rick. So there was like I suspected like an affair maybe with like the Yeah, and that and... builds up, right? So there's there's oh, stuff yeah. about, about that. Um, uh, there's stuff about the Rick building up and then you get to the point where they're talking about going away on on uh, I think I can't remember how it was framed. I think it was framed as they were going away on a holiday where you also find a pamphlet on couples counselling. Yeah, so you kind of think, yeah, yeah, they're actually going to counselling. And then you also find stuff about um, uh, Christian conversion groups and stuff like that. And that would explain the anxiety that the daughter was feeling because she was going for a lesbian relationship and knowing that she's got strict Christian parents. They're probably not on board with that shit. Um, So everything was just linked. And I think that's why I liked it so much. It felt like a more complicated version of her story, whereas you'd take pieces of the story and then slowly start putting them together and working them out. This was done in a better way with a better story. And that's not slagging off her story because the way that was told was still very good. Uh, But the way it does it in Gone Home is fucking special, man. Loved it. So good. Yeah. In many ways, I sort of don't want to go back because much like the season one of The Walking Dead game, I didn't want to play that again, you know. Even if, even though I loved it, because that was that was my story, as cheesy as that is, you know. And maybe I, I won't go back to this, and that was just the way that my story ended. But yeah, it's, it's fascinating and amazing to hear about all this other, you know. Um, I would definitely read up on it. And look at, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely yeah, read up. Yeah, for sure. Because as soon as the, I ended I mean, the game, I read about the. I, I looked into the meaning of, of the ending, but um, mostly because I had clearly missed <laughs> missed key parts of it um, leading up to that, especially in the loft. But um. Yeah, it's a really fantastic experience. I'm glad I've played it now. And um, anyone who is um, who's got PS Plus should definitely pick it up. If this isn't still in spoiler bot territory, uh, I'll try and try and cut it down to that moment. <laughs> but that was yeah, incredible. pretty devastating I, I, I presume, for someone that, that listened to it that hasn't played it. To be fair, I presume you 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 played it, Sean and, and James. Have you played it? I've played it. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, of and course. A long time, it was. It was a long time ago, though, and mm. although it was, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Mm. I remember talking. In fact, I think we talked about it on Dark Calls, David. I think we might. Oh, have Oh yeah, done, you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it because I, I, yeah, I've got a, I've got a big place in my heart for that game, um, mainly because I sat down and played it all in one one sitting and it it blew me away from start to finish. So what was really uh, nice about Gone Home was that you know it was in this this period where everyone's like oh fucking walking simulators and like I expect like a lot of people had tried with like Dear Esther because they'd heard everyone saying how good it was and then like actually Dear Esther is quite hard work <laughs> at times. Um, whereas this was the one where it was like, no, like fucking shut up, slagging off walking simulators, yeah, because this this is really good and it's really like, despite it just being you walking around a house, turning on lights and reading bits of paper, it there's a real pacing to it. Um, like you, the the way the story unfolds, even though it's just you finding stuff as and when, it all feels like really tightly scripted. See, it's, it's weird because I remember Dear Esther because I, I wanted to David to play it, but he refused. <laughs> and That's probably... I, I remember playing it and thinking it was kind of rubbish, but then when I think back to it, actually, it was there was bits of it that were very good, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, Some of the parts of the story were quite, you know, it's quite interesting. I think I've got yeah. that in a, in a humble bundle somewhere. So I should it only takes about half an hour to finish. It's it's not it's not like a long game. It's like you know it's pretty quick. The, the oh, thing the thing with dear Esther the the only like the reason I was able to persevere with it is I spent a lot of time at the start just trying to you know in games like this you're like yeah but who am I what is where what am I doing here what like I'm just I'm looking through someone's eyes but I don't know who they are um and when that sort of clicked halfway through um which I won't spoil just in case Matt is going to play it but um. Yeah, once you get over that sort of thing and just learn to sort of just interpret what you can see and not worry about what you can't, if that makes sense. I just remember the voiceover, like the voice being really annoying. There is, yeah, it's... a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, have, have any of you played Everybody's Gone to the Rapture? Because a I few people recommended that. I'm after about halfway through it, home. and then I had to go on my fucking honeymoon. Awkward. Um, and uh, yeah, and I just haven't gone back to it, but I do intend to. That's that's so really an, nice what I, what I played. So it. none of us have played it here, probably, and none of us has finished it here, right? No, uh, it's got really yeah. nice. No, that is a game that I want to, to play. It. Yeah, it's properly like just like all like the way all the voice acting's done and stuff. It is proper like The Archers, but with weird like sci-fi shit, <laughs> but done in the most like mundane possible way. And it's yeah, it's really nice. Cool. I'm also really looking forward to, to Tacoma, which is which is the full by company's next game. I mean, I, I, mm. I like Steve Gainer anyway from Idle yes. Thumbs and whatnot. So, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I haven't read many previews, but from what I have for me, free Tacoma sounds like another. It got well. People said gone home in space. I, I assume it's been you know it's incredible writing and mm. a really interesting story in a sort of space setting. But um, yeah, really interested to to see Tacoma. Well, when's it due out? Uh, no idea there? actually. You've um you you played uh, Firewatch as well, didn't you, Matt? Yeah, I play, I really love Firewatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good game. That's another one. There's Firewatch, and everybody's gone to Rapture. Though. I think Firewatch, I want to play more than Rapture, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, I want to get to Firewatch. Did they ever fix it? Because it was buggy as fuck, but fucking hell on PS4, wasn't it? It was. Uh, um, it's. It I, I played it in the first week or so, and it was fine for me. But I'm I'm fairly sure that if there was any bugs, it would definitely be fixed by now. I mean, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love Firewatch. I mean. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you should definitely play it. I loved it. It's got a lot of interesting things to say. Mm. Cool. Right. Um, what I'm going to do is 
bash through mine because I haven't got too much to say on them, uh, and they're quite old. Um, uh, I'm still playing Overwatch. That that game needs something now uh, to keep me going back. Really, I've found I've found that the unlocks are n- pointless. That they, they don't. I've got no interest in unlocking stuff in that game. I, f- I find it takes way. Right? I find it takes way too long to get those to get loot boxes box. and then probably yeah. not even get anything you want in it anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's a um, bit of a problem. Right. And a currency, getting currency from him is fucking ridiculous. You yeah, get, like I think I've had it three times, and I'm on level seventeen. Mm-hmm. So I must have had seventeen loot boxes, and and uh, they've mainly been sprays, which is uh, which is always <laughs> just fucking Shit. disappointing. Yeah, um, uh, I'm enjoying the game still. Uh, occasionally, I I played it the other night, and uh, I had a really rough run and fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just feel it needs more, maybe more game modes, maybe maybe more maps or something. Just getting a bit repetitive. Yeah, well, it's, it's all on the way. Coming? Yeah, there's a competitive mode that's sort of teasing new characters and maps, and um, so it, th- that stuff is on the way. I think more control over what mode you're playing might be a thing because right now it's just like yeah, you got what you just you get thrown in one of eight maps, and you don't. Like the mode that you're playing is dictated by the map, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Like you don't know if you're playing like oh, take and capture a point, or if you're doing the one where you've got a escort, a payload, or like you get you get no choice over that. Which is maybe intentional. Maybe they they, they want to take that choice away from you because it does stop you just being like oh, I'm just going to play this one mode. But there's also that FIFA esque feeling with it. Mm. I don't know if you felt that. Uh, Sean, wait, you kind of think, hold on, is the game bullshitting me now? Because it's like, <laughs> how many times has it got to like 99% or the the payload has got to like a, a fraction of a meter away mm. and then all of a sudden you can't do shit? Like, <laughs> I've heard about that loads actually. I, I, think I remember that's... when the wicket came out, it, like people were saying, oh, I had some incredible games when it's 99%, then turned around and then someone said, yeah, I, I had the same thing. So, I mean, it's I good. I th- that... think that's testament to the map design. I, I that, don't think it is. I think that's done on purpose. <laughs> I think that is just like it's done so that when you're yeah, if you're escorting the payload, like the very end bit is just much easier to defend than any of the the other bits. So yeah, but the like ones, say, one the ones where you're the ones it. where you're in uh, battling for that one space yeah. and it's going back and forth. Yeah. Literally, the amount of times we've got to ninety nine percent and the overtime bit has taken ages to start reducing, and then the other team will get to ninety nine percent and it. It barely even flashes up. <laughs> the overtime thing, so it stays. Going? Yeah, so if you get right, like right to the end, but not quite. Um, and no, yeah, sorry, no, it doesn't matter where the payload is. It's if you, if the time runs out, but there's still um, a friendly player on the payload, then the overtime thing won't count down. Won't count down as soon as there are no friendly players left on the. Yeah, payload, it starts counting down. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, but there have been times where we've been fighting over the one space. You know, the the, the game mode where there's one space and it you flips back and forth. Oh, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. Capture it and stuff like yeah. that. We've had that moments like that where we've been in the base and the overtime thing is still going down, and then you lose, and we kind of think. Oh. What? We're here. We're literally standing here. I don't mm. understand why that... There's just stuff where I just kind of think, is this trickery bullshit going on? Because this is too weird. Maybe. You know I've I mean? definitely I've seen the overtime counter go down at different speeds, which I put down to, like, depending... I think it maybe depends how long you've been in overtime. So if it's just gone into overtime, it decreases at a certain speed. But if you've been, like, in overtime for, like, a minute or whatever, then it will decrease much quicker. 
Um, there was also a but, case where we were in overtime and one Soldier 76 took down four people at once. And I just kind of thought... That's because Soldier oh, 76 is a fucking lad, mate. Uh, come on, Sean. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm starting to get sceptical the more I play that game. But mm. still, still playing it. Um, Score Rush Extended. Uh, I reviewed that for Spong. Go read my review on Spong.com. Uh, it's a shoot 'em up for the PS4, like a bullet hell shoot 'em up. Um, it sets its uh, stool out from the start. There's a whole menu bit where it says like memo. You click memo, and it's a quote from someone on some shoot 'em up website saying. What I miss is games, arcade games, proper arcade games, where you play them over and over again and you try and beat the score. And um, that sets it out, and it still took me by surprise how much it lives to that. Like, there's, like, one game mode in for single-player. There's some multiplayer options, but there's one game mode, and it's the same arena with the same enemies spawning in exactly the same places over and over again. Mm. And I thought, well, this is just lack of content. But then I remember back to like classic arcade games where that was exactly it. It was that one game and you had to kind of kind of complete it. So when they're saying they missed the days of arcade gaming, they literally mean the start of arcade gaming where it's one game mode, one type of game. Like there's no variation here. And to be fair, it's a decent shoot 'em up, but we are way beyond that now. And I, I can't <laughs> understand. Like uh, to me... Um, Geometry Wars Evolved, which is a twin stick shooter uh, on on 360, that had enough variety on it, enough different game modes and challenges and stuff like that to keep it interesting. Mm. This doesn't have that. It's a very good shooter that has nothing to keep you going back to it. So uh, yeah, unless you're into like bullet hell shoot shooters, then I wouldn't bother. But uh, uh, yeah, that's a shame about that one. Um, and the last one, I, Harry bought me, um, I say Harry bought me, you know the deal, um, just go with it, will you? <laughs> um, Harry bought me Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for the Wii U, and uh, my word, that is some video game. You, but Sean, have you played this? No. Criminal. I know, Absolute I know, criminal. I know. It's £14 at the moment, brand new. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck. Amazon, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's just sat up in my chair when you said that. <laughs> it's, Hang on, how much? I, £14 on Amazon. Uh, I think it's £16 on the eShop at the moment. Um, I might just go on that. I can't believe it. Like, I I mean, it's it's a Donkey Kong game, so, you know, you might not like that. But the stuff that it's added is all geared towards a better gameplay experience. Like, if you're jumping for ropes and, you know, vines and stuff like that, uh, or you want to crawl along the top of the map and stuff, you got to hold down the um, the button, like the, one of the Z buttons. And at first I was thinking, oh, that's a bit of a pain. You've got to hold it down. It's not even toggle. Um, but then when you get to the later areas where you're, the platform's all moving and you've got to release it and grab it at the right times to ki- continue along like the level, you kind of go, that's why they've done this. And now that's how they've like incorporated it into the gameplay. This is amazing. There's a level on it. World 3, level 1, blew my fucking mind. Because it was so well designed, the music was incredible, the visuals were just absolutely stunning, and it was fun to play. Like, I just thought, this is this is a genius, this is a piece of genius design. Um, and yeah, I was so excited, I can't wait to go back to it and play through the rest of it. Uh, I've heard it gets rock solid, mm. but um, 
and it's been quite hard the bits that I've played so far but world three level one I want to just go back and play that level again because it was uh it was that good well worth getting everything you've heard everyone say about it like there's not many people have played it but the people that have will tell you to play it yeah. so it's the uh the title screen music as good as I've heard the, the whole fucking thing like <laughs> every piece of music I've heard in that game is incredible some of it touches on the original Con- Donkey Kong Country stuff mm-hmm. and but it sort of like weaves it in as opposed to just does a direct copy of it yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah it just sounds brilliant and it just looks fucking stunning. The only minor gripe I have with it is some of the loading times are a bit shit. Okay. But other than that, it's fantastic. Uh, and Harry's absolutely falling in love with it, which is brilliant because it's bonus. Yeah. It gives me a break from Mario Kart for a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that. They're my games, James. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I've been playing. <laughs> Don't force Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So I've been playing Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh shit. Um, yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Can I ask you a question straight it's off the over. bat? What, uh, James, is was this? I don't know anything about this game, but from what I've gathered, is it a um, a it's like a sequel to uh, Mega Man? Is it? No, not quite. Well, I'm um, way off base. No, no, no well, not you, completely. Yeah. You're you're pretty close. I mean, basically, it's Inafune, isn't it, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Who's who's put? Okay, so he. He, of Mega Man fame, because it seems Capcom aren't really interested in making Mega Man games anymore, but or any. some people really, yeah, some people really, really want to play them. And so Inafune like, did a Kickstarter uh, for this, and they raised the money pretty quickly, I think, from this, mm-hmm. but then it's been delayed like many, many, many times. And didn't, didn't they ask for more money as well later? I think so, yeah. It's basically all, yeah. all the well-known Kickstarter sins, um, except they actually did release something. But, yeah. Go on, James. <laughs> Even though, yeah, it's been delayed like many times, and yeah. apparently it's still been delayed on like 360 and on maybe not, I'm not sure, but on like Wii U and stuff like yeah. that. But anyway, so then there was a trailer that came out like after some time, and you you must have heard of this, Dave? Have you not? No, not the trailer. What what happened? The trailer. I mean, Sean, have you seen it? Oh uh, yeah, it's the fucking worst thing. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I mean, this is one of the. I mean, the famous line from it is um, that you have to get these weapons so you can make the bad guys cry like an anime fan on prom night. That Ooh. was the. Um, <laughs> okay. That's, that's the line in the in the thing. Which isn't but, like uh, you know, it's not offensive. It's just like, mate, really it's just rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, like but anyway, uh, Tamor's like got the right up with that a bit. <laughs> and it's the just the is, delivery is, of it as well, isn't it? It's just. You yeah, have to it's see kind it, of all like it's, fucking it's all like crass and over the top yeah, and that yeah. kind of thing, and it's just a bit, just not that great, really. Yeah. But um, you see, I haven't played Mega Man games for a very long time. The last one I played was actually probably Mega Man Two, mm-hmm. which I have very fond memories of. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a really good game. Um, but this, and so I was kind of excited to play this actually because I didn't really know a lot about the whole background of you know the Kickstarter and how people were annoyed <laughs> that it had been delayed, you know, for a long time. But then. You see, it's funny because today I saw this. Um, there was this tweet that was um, a video recording of I think it was Inafuno and this other guy who were talking about the game, and they were just saying, you know, it's out, it's better than nothing. It was like, <laughs> whoa, that's a that's that, a quote. He's not paraphrasing. That's just... <laughs> that's that's what she was said. And the thing is, is when I heard that today about this game, the game made a lot more sense to me because <laughs> you see, I've been playing it over most of the weekends. 
And actually, it's not an awful game. It's it's not as bad as some people are saying it is at all. Um, it's just not very. It's just not brilliant, really. It's really short. The level design. I mean, the, you know, because you know this. This is a kind of game. Is it's like a. It's a platforming shooter, mm. and you know, platform games. It's kind of important that the level design is good. You know, for, so that so you know, it's sort of interesting, but it's really uninspired and not very interesting. The levels are either like very 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 easy or like kind of very irritatingly difficult like in places as well and i mean the thing about it is they've taken the whole the same Mega Man mechanic you know like where basically with Mega Man, what you were supposed to do in the past from what i remember is that um you you're basically fighting like a bunch of different bosses but you can choose your route through the game based on which bosses you choose yeah. because you get that weapon from them after you defeated them so for example if you defeat like i don't know like pyro man or whatever then the fire is good for fighting Iceman or whatever. Mm. You know, like the weapon you get is good for that. So they've replicated that in this. And this is like a good idea because you can you can choose from like, you know, a reasonable selection of levels to begin with. And the whole idea is that then you get an advantage, but it largely doesn't really work. And the reason it doesn't work is because the standard gun that you get is the best weapon to use most for most of the game. So any level you try, it doesn't really make a huge amount of difference. There's like one or two levels where you know it, it does make a difference but most of it doesn't so absorbing enemies stuff is largely pointless which is like the main focus of Mega Man games or you know for me I mean it kind of it plays like a PS1 game and it looks like a PS2 game which you know at this stage is not you know probably not so good it's it's just a bit of a grind to play really it's, it's funny just... that you mentioned the the quote about um it's better than nothing because that that explains even more <laughs> the, the tweet from uh, the official Sonic Twitter account. <laughs> this, was, this was incredible. Yeah, was it though? Yes, I it thought was it was ridiculous. embarrassing. Like, <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Well, coming, coming from Sonic, that's that's that is a burn. Well, that's the point, <laughs> isn't it? It's like fucking hell, Sonic. Like, is it? It's not like you're... <laughs> so. Basically, the official Sonic Twitter Twitter account tweet you today. Um, Congratulations on the on the launch of whatever it's called. What what's it called? The Mighty Number no. Nine. Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. And then said, "It's better than nothing." Then an image of Sonic shrugging his shoulders, and I just thought, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is literally like the Evolve Boys slagging off Battle Battleborn here." You know what I mean? <laughs> like publicly. Well, I took it as well. No, I didn't initially, but it did occur to me later that that could have been meant as like a sort of jokey offer of solidarity like <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's absolutely no way their games are bad no, it, it, it's a total burn I mean, at the time of recording which is um you know um a monday night basically what day is it tuesday night mm. basically it's had twenty thousand likes and thirteen thousand retweets that thing so yeah it's mental it, it's, I mean, it's just that, that sonic. sonic the hedgehog account which i still don't understand by the way because it's it's verified isn't it it's official yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. but it is quite um, self-aware, which is what made me think that perhaps this this dig at Mighty Number no. Nine isn't such a dig out, or it is a dig, but it's like, yeah, welcome, <laughs> you know, like welcome to the club. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It, it just reminded me how shit Sonic was, and it was yeah. kind of like, fuck, man, don't like glass houses. Jesus, See, have you not seen that but fake it's cover funny. that someone's done? Sonic and the Glass House. <laughs> oh no, that is, that's perfect. 
Uh, but you see, the thing is, is like going back to this though, is occasionally though, it's really good. There are a couple of places where I was really starting to enjoy it. Mm. You know, there's like a couple of the boss battles are really enjoyable and there's, there is like a spark of something really good here, but they just didn't do much with it. That's the problem. And that's why that whole, it's better than nothing thing. It feels, it does feel like it's been rushed out. And, Which yeah. just reaffirms my point that Kickstarter is fucking shit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Awful way of doing things. It's just so oh, weird because no, so this is by uh, an studio, Inti Creates, they're called, um, and they've done they did a load of Mega Man games, um, which I gather were all right. They did Mega Man Mega Man Nine and Ten. Um, I think Ten wasn't so great, but like Nine is regarded as one of the best. They did um, Azure Striker Gun Vault, which is really good, and then the spin-off from that, Mighty Gun Vault, which is apparently also wicked. Um, so I don't understand why this is this one is so fucked. See, I heard that the re- one of the reasons for all of this is because he's been sort of like distracted by a load of other projects as well. Well, yeah, because those, make... those other projects, he's got publishers breathing down his neck. Whereas this one, it's mm. like, ah, it's just for the fans. And they've already paid for it, so. <laughs> but there's also like there's also like a cartoon series coming out from this as well. You kidding? It's like, <laughs> look with yeah, that. It's kind of crazy, really. I wonder if Sonic will pop up on that. <laughs> He's got such a bad attitude, isn't he, Sonic? He's yes. so... You know what I mean? Copping a tube. Proper waggles his finger and that. He doesn't give a shit, does he? <laughs> but, there, you see, but there is still something like compelling about this, because I'm, despite like all the stuff, I still keep going back to it, though, to play it. You yeah, know, but to... James, you are obsessed with failure. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's like, you want to own a virtual boy. So... I do, actually. That, that would be... Actually, that's not the one I really want. I've always wanted a 3DO. Or like a Jaguar, but um, <laughs> Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're not really the best uh, person to listen to when it comes to this stuff. You love it. You love things. Fun. No, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's just hearing about successes. You know, it's boring. It's more interesting to hear how things crash and burn. It's uh, you know. <laughs> you are. You're weird. Um, okay, Sean. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, a game called Destiny. Oh, I've heard of that game. Um, I need to rebuy that game. Oh shit! Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know they added a bunch of stuff in. When was it? April, early April. Um, I'm only just getting on that stuff that they added back then. Basically, talk to, um, talk to me. So it was only like a it was a free update, and they basically they raised um, the level cap again, and they added some new Prison of Elders stuff and a new strike. The strike's shit. I'll just say that now. Get that out of the way. It's proper. Okay. It's like it's like proper year one destiny shit. Like, oh, it's an environment you've already been through, and here's a big version of a normal enemy, and you're done. Um, that was a bit of a shame. New Prison of Elders stuff, though, really good. Um, They've made it they, relevant they, again, haven't they? What's They've made it relevant. That was the aim. That, well, yeah, the fact that because um, uh, with with what is it the 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 latest. Uh, DLC, it become a little bit pointless, but yeah. So partway through year one, this Prison of Elders thing came out, which is your sort of wave based horde mode. Um, and then yeah, sort of well, you know, into year two, it's all the the stuff you could get from doing it was just irrelevant. Um, so yeah, so they've they've brought that into year two basically. Um, and yeah, and they've changed the way the infusion system works. I'm gonna try not to get too into this stuff because it fucking if you haven't played Destiny, this stuff's really off putting. <laughs> but basically it's much easier to improve your equipment now and just get like the standard blue engrams that you find uh, are now sort of relevant again there's a good chance that those will actually be decent enough to 
um, infuse into your current gear and increase your level. Um, yeah, really enjoying it. Turns out it's still still really good. Um, just doing like the Court of Oryx stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah, I I, I did loads of that because before yeah. I stopped playing, um, I I was basically on the quest to to get all those what what those fragments. Oh, in the, the um, another ones you mean? Yeah, calcified fragments. Calcified ones, yeah, in, yeah. In, in the um in the uh, new social zone. Um, yeah. and I basically got all of them. I, got, I did all the court box stuff. I, did, I got all of them apart from basically the challenge ones and the ones on the raid. So mm-hmm. I can't even remember the, the the gun that I was even like working towards getting. But yeah, all, the court of box <laughs> stuff is fantastic. I mean, I was doing most yeah. of that just to. I did actually. I also did all of it on my own. You know, just like waiting for mm-hmm. other groups and joining other groups. And yeah, it's it's such fun. Yeah, I mean, for those who've not played it, basically, Court of Oryx is it's in this um, this called Patrol Areas, which is just basically you like free roaming on a planet or whatever. Uh, the or Dreadnought this, is that? Is the, yeah, this is on a this is on the a giant spaceship. Um, and yeah, basically, there's just this portal. You you collect these runes uh, throughout the course of the game, and then basically you you slam them in a fucking statue or whatever, and it just summons bosses. And you just basically you turn up, and then usually there's people already there, but if not. You just stick a rune and start fighting a boss. Other people will see what's going on and join in. And you just end up getting in this nice little cycle. You've got like three or four other people with you and you're all just like slamming runes in and summoning bosses and killing them together. Yeah. Um, and it's proper good fun. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. And, and, and then every week like, the, the the boss changes. So if you want to get yes. to all the Calcifash fragments, you have to wait for, you know, it's up to four weeks of different bosses. There's different different uh, different types of rune uh, for different uh sort of level of bosses so you know mm. really hard ones that you need a, a much more a, a rarer rune as it were but um mm. yeah the core box stuff is so good it basically feels like they were they were doing public events but in a in a much more confined area but it mm. felt like public events done right because public events that you know where you would go be in a social zone and suddenly you'll fight a huge tank they never they never did as much as i thought they would do they never Quite yeah, they just don't happen frequently enough, do they? they I mean, they no. actually they increase um, the the frequency of events like that, but it still just feels like it just never they, happens. They tried. They you... tried though. I mean, they they didn't completely abandon the idea with the House no. of Wolves stuff. Where you, yeah, yeah, where you, uh, they added a few like different ideas to it. Yeah, yeah, and there's um, more of that with the Taken King as well. But I think it's just unless you seek those things out, um, you very rarely see them. And if you're seeking them out, it usually means like sitting around in an area for like 10 minutes waiting for the event to trigger which oh, man, is which I is the exact shit. sort of thing that like if you say that it triggers people who don't already don't like destiny like yeah, I fucking mean, see it sounds like shit the yeah, amount of time right. i spent i can't remember the name of the website but that website where it had all like the times of where oh, the, the event yeah and I, the amount <laughs> of times I, I was on that i was like dave let's go to the other place i can't yeah. remember it's been so long i can't even remember the names of the locations but hearing you talk about it i definitely i might buy the, the the latest one after this, and I could um, I could just wait until the new ones out in September and buy the whole lot. But yeah, also um, I, mean, I should just buy it digitally because I'm clearly going to be coming on office game for years. <laughs> well, Matt, I mean, you I say get, that, what but I then... don't get Matt is that you can get the the disc like the base disc for like a tenner now, if that, like a fiver or whatever. That's all you need because all the DLC you downloaded anyway, you got that digitally. Oh, yeah, it's all on your account, isn't it? Yeah, so you need the actual right. disc. Know yeah. what I mean, well, there you go. Yeah, I can get a second hand now for seventeen quid. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it tonight. I'd miss there's no way so that much. My, there's no way it's seventeen quid. Well, on Amazon it is, I and mean, I could go CX, I guess. But yeah, do that. You need the desk. Oh, Destiny's so good. That. 
I miss you just it. buy back the disc that got stolen from your house. <laughs> yes, so. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're definitely cars. I mean, that, 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 that multiplayer was just absolute class. Have they added any multiplayer maps recently, Sean? Uh, to be honest, I've not really got involved in any PvP stuff. Oh, PvP stuff, um, absolutely. I was class. gonna, I was gonna dive back into that because it's meant to be Iron Banner this weekend, and they fucking cancelled it. Because yeah, some... they've cancelled a few of these recently. Because I know this week's was cancelled, but I'm sure two or three weeks ago they cancelled it as well for well, technical reasons. Well, they cancelled Trials of Osiris. Fucked up. Um, okay, maybe I'm getting confused. Maybe they cancelled. Yeah, them. for those those who aren't aware, these are just like special, like competitive events for losers. Um and <laughs> for, for cool kids. Basically, yeah, they, there's there's some problem with it, and they keep cancelling them, which is frustrating because apparently Iron Banner gets you loads of really decent gear now, like quite yeah. regularly. Um, six pound in CEX. Here you go. I'm fucking buying that tomorrow. I'll, I'll yeah, go back on the that. desk train. Do it. Do it. Um, oh, and it's just so cool, like it's just cool doing that, and then sort of obviously they've announced the new what is it, Rise of Iron. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking excited for that now. Yeah, I'm, I, st- I'm, I still haven't done the most recent raid. That, no but typically, doubt. what we've done is we were, yeah, you need to do it. But typically, what was it? We won't actually play the new raid when a new one comes out. We'll basically wait until the new one's about to come out, then play the previous raid. Yeah. Um, so I still need to do that. Was it the King's Fall? King's Fall, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fucking Have you done that yet? I've, only, I've attempted it once, and there were, as, as is always the way with Destiny raids, there are bits of it that are like some of the best things I've ever done in a game. Uh, interspersed with utter bullshit, but um, but then I mean you know if we were to try that again now, obviously, like when we first tried it was when like that raid was the limit, so we were sort of barely the right level for it. Whereas now we'd all be like a fair bit over, so that probably smooth it out a bit. So yeah. I'm tempted to have another go. We only basically we got about halfway and had to give up because there's one bit we just couldn't do, and it's three in the morning and just weren't enjoying it anymore. But yeah, might be worth having another go. Bang up for that. Right, um, we're running late again. I seem to say that every week uh, these days, but there you go, that's the way it is. Um, shouldn't have uh, argued so much in the first 25 minutes, Dave. Yeah, mate, yeah, shouldn't have spent half an hour being right fucking salty that we've got you. Could say, great podcast, lads. I wasn't, salty that you, I wasn't salty that you got me. I thought that was fantastic. I was salty that you fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, right, okay, perfect. let's, let's cross. You lost control. <laughs> Right, okay, let's go with uh, emails and tweets. Go on, James. Oh, yeah, that's me. James, <laughs> for fuck's sake. On the ball, lad, come on. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> okay, we actually have got a number of emails this week, Shit. which is which is pretty good. Um, okay, so first one. Uh, do you think Microsoft have done themselves in a little bit by announcing that most of their games are coming to both the Xbox One platform and also to Windows 10? I, for one, was quite prepared to finally pick up an Xbox One in the form of an S model when they release, or even the standard model, given that it seems to have been given a post-E3 price drop in most places. However, now I won't bother and will use my far more powerful PC to play these games on. Thanks for living it. Uh, that, that's, from, <laughs> that's from Psycho Brad or Brad Davis. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll answer this. You've fallen into the trap, Brad. Um, no, I don't think they've done themselves in, in the slightest because they know that people like you will definitely be getting Xbox Live now. Yeah, there's that, and then there's the fact that actually most console manufacturers don't make a lot on the hardware anyway. It's all about the software about licenses. Software so now, yeah, probably this might work out pretty well for them. I mean, the main the main pain in the arse about it all is is for devs, isn't it? Because they've got a you know, if you're 
you were quite happy making your Xbox One game for one specific piece of hardware and doing absolutely fine. And Microsoft coming and go, right, you got to make it work on a PC as well. Everyone in the room's going to go, oh, for fuck's sake, really? Yeah. And that's not Microsoft's problem, really. No, <laughs> no, no I think I think also long term, I reckon they're going to give up on like actually reducing their own hardware anyway. Yeah. They'll produce like it'll just be like reference boards that then they other companies will make. Maybe instead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's already an Xbox app for PC. Like the Xbox brand moving to other platforms, and mm. it's it's not out of question at all. Mm. No, uh, I think they're going to make a lot out of Xbox Live over this uh, little idea. To be honest with you, um, yeah, that's my fault. All right, so we got all right, lads. That, that's that's from the email, not from me. Uh, <laughs> that's not me saying it. Um, been meaning to write in for a couple of weeks, but Dave's contact info sign-offs have been lacking in contact info, <laughs> and your email address isn't on Spong, nor your Facebook or Twitter. Considered sending it to dickheads at computergames.com, but don't <laughs> think it'd have reached the right people. It probably would. Um, Michael's introduction to visual novels was a masterclass in making them sound as unappealing as possible. <laughs> It's a really fair point. Oh, Mike. If you like her story and similarly classic point-and-click adventures, there's definitely examples in the genre that will appeal. While not as unique as the method of discovery in her story, some of the best visual novels are narrative-led experiences that require you to piece out, out, uh, piece out, uh, require you to piece out of all the plot points together as you go. Unfortunately, they all have absurd names. Analog. A hate story, PC, revolves around uncovering the mystery of a colony ship that suddenly lost all life signs with the help of its onboard AI. Nine hours, nine persons, nine doors on the DS, and its sequel, Virtue's Last Reward, on the 3DS and Vita, follow groups of nine people imprisoned against their will, tasked with figuring out their whereabouts, their reason for imprisonment and not getting murdered or exploding. Or you could play the one where you try and date a fucking tank, I guess. <laughs> this, is, yeah, this is very true. Uh, good to have you all back podcasting again. Has anyone considered buying Matt's Mac Mini from CEX to see what he was hiding on there? That's a really good point. Absolutely nothing. Uh, uh, it's fine. Cheers. It's legit. Yes, that's from Johnny. wipe those things when they get them. Well, no, not only that, they don't sell them once they know they're stolen, so and they can't <laughs> legally that? do that. Did, what's the latest for that, Matt? Do you know? It's still waiting about from the um the police oh, they, they are slackers i mean it's been ages since i found that mac mini in in cx and they just don't i don't know i'm sure something will happen at some point i basically cracked the biggest case where shortage police has ever seen I, I found some stolen items nothing i'm waiting for my you're victoria f- cross for fuck's sake come fuck. on did you did you did i'm not you, a local yeah. colombo were you expecting them to um uh like just make you a policeman there and then on the spot Basically, when I rang um, uh, triple one or whatever numbers, it's not you know not nine nine nine. Basically, the guy there on the line didn't even know what to do. Like we've, he said, we've never had someone find their stolen items before, and yeah, I'm still waiting for it. Anyway, I do find it is, that is. number is a bit fucking useless because we found is. one time I was driving home from the cinema. Um, <laughs> driving home from the cinema, and there was a stray dog in the road. And basically, I was I, so I pulled up. I was trying to like calm it down, and I just said to my wife, I was like, just, I don't know, call that number. And they just basically <laughs> said, Well, what do you want us to do? I was like, I don't know, just tell us who to call. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to fucking send someone out. It's just yeah. a dog. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I found, I found, I found the item for Christ. <laughs> this is my favourite bit of the it's whole thing. The <laughs> instrumental version. 
<laughs> I was wondering if you were going to go with the instrumental or not. <laughs> Should we just listen to this now for the rest of the... No, yeah, let's I'm not. Right. I, I, I I'm if anyone from Pride of Britain Awards is listening, call me. I think I feel like I deserve some sort of award for this. <laughs> Next email. Alright, <laughs> 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 okay, go on. Okay. Hi, guys. Uh, loving the new-ish podcast. Very entertaining. Now becoming a firm favourite. I'd like to ask a question to you guys, if I may. With all the HD remastered collections coming out, what IP would you like to see remastered using the power of the current gen machines? Uh, My personal choice would be the Streets of Rage 2 on the Mega Drive. Imagine a side-scrolling beat-em-up looking as good as Mortal Kombat, spelt with a C, but um, that's probably the spell check, Mortal Kombat X. Anyways, thanks for reading. Keep up the great work. Uh, cheers, Fraser T. Sure, is, this, sure. is this someone having a wind-up? Is this, Dave, is this you getting revenge? <laughs> <for this? laughs> Why? It's a valid question, Sean. It's just the HD remake question again, boys. <laughs> <laughs> every every week, every week. <laughs> Sean, go on. What would you choose? Yeah, uh, I'd like. Uh, what was your new, answer last week? Um, I don't know. What was a new Uni Rally, please? Thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Left for Dead. Right, let's go. <laughs> let's uh, yeah. Yeah. Left for Dead is now on Crash, Xbox Crash One. Crash Bandicoot. Isn't it? Oh no, wait, they're doing that. It is. <laughs> go on. What, what, what's the next one? Okay. I, hey, I actually uh, checked the Crash Bandicoot one thinking that was another lie, by the way. <laughs> we're not that you, good. Were you as baffled as me as to why people were so excited about that? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it just didn't make any sense. Anyway, howdy, lads. I uh, want to know if you've ever had a solid gold idea for a game that one day you want to see happen. Mine is that games interact with your mobile whilst you play them. Think calls on GTA V coming through to your iPhone or Android, or the tracker on Alien Isolation being used on your phone. One of the simplest things I love about the PS4 is the speaker and how that brings the game out of the screen into your room. The Wii U does that as well, but I'm not, he didn't say that <laughs> to me. Um, so the idea of interaction with your existing tech seems like a, a way to add a different dimension. Thoughts? Please don't say it's shit. And that's totally Gav. agree with you. Don't think it'll ever happen. Well, because um, I'm pretty sure, aren't there rules, on maybe on Android, but there are rules on the iPhone where you're not allowed to use the internal speaker. Is that right? With an app. Uh, no I'm way. Not sure about that. When it was the in-ear speaker, so that you can't have an app where voices oh. come through the in-ear speaker. Right, it can I only come from the main It can only come yeah, from the yeah, main yeah. speaker. I think that's a rule uh, to avoid creepy phone call apps coming out, uh, stuff like that. I mean, I guess, so, I, I mean, obviously Skype works, but then I guess that has enough well, I clout it does, to, it? to be the exception. There, yeah. there is a game called Lifeline, which is um, iOS and, and Apple Watch, and and that basically acts as if the person in the game is texting you and messaging you, and it, that works yeah, really, really well. Yeah, but that's just push notifications. That's not yeah, talking is, but, to you. Yeah, they're it? not they're not texts. Yeah, but, but yeah, it, it's it's probably the best example of that. I've, I've there's seen so a there's a thick of it app where um, bloody what's his name Malcolm Tucker like phones you and screams at you down the phone. <laughs> Actually, Dave, that can't be true because over Christmas I downloaded like Phone Santa or whatever, and like you press a couple of buttons and it makes out it basically your phone fake rings and it's Santa. Then like you know, well maybe I've totally got the wrong 
Yeah, yeah maybe I'm totally wrong with that. Then, yeah, yes, I would, I would to be fair, Apple's quite well known for just ignoring its own rules when it feels like it, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't really add anything to that. I think that is, uh, we've spoken about games ideas that we've had and they've all been shit. Yeah. So, uh, but, um, it's nothing Gabba, to add, it, but yeah, that, it's a good idea. That yeah. idea is fantastic. I would absolutely love that. Someone signed this kid up. Definitely death proof. Uh, death proof, death what? stranding. Well, that, that would be perfect. Because what the fuck would Kojima do with your phone? Forget about it. Are you having a breakdown? What? Okay. Uh, tweets? Okay, tweets and tweets. Okay. So, okay, so Ms. Rangers, 909. <laughs> it seems that these new console versions aren't worth getting now until your old console breaks down, so no, no real big deal. Discuss. Yeah. I guess that's if yeah. that's what you want to do. I mean, certainly with the the S, uh, I I won't get one until my Xbox One breaks, and then I will get one. Like if see, I had the choice of buying one now, I'd get the S, obviously. See, yeah. it's true, but you see, I was looking at my Xbox the other day, and I just thought this looks really rubbish, and the other one looks <laughs> looks quite nice. The other nice. one does look smart. You didn't explain that too well. I'll tell you that. You said it was basically just a smaller version of this one, but what they've done with the um, Venting is it looks really stylish. I like it. Yeah, uh, the current Xbox One really does not look stylish. No, at all. But, but it doesn't, doesn't look stylish, but it does feel like a hefty bit of hi fi, you know, kit. Whereas a new one, I bet, I mean, I'm looking forward to getting one and, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to get one of those as opposed to just getting an Xbox now, but I, it's going to feel like a, a plasticky Xbox. Whereas the new current one does feel like a big solid chunk of. No, not shit. with you there, Matt. Yeah, but so did the 3DO. And it's yeah. like, that was awful. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. essentially, the new consoles, no one, I can't see people, many people upgrading. But, you know, but also, if they've got 4K tellies and, I don't know, it, it's not like a deal breaker. You haven't, like, got to, like, ev- no, no, not everyone's going to sell their Xbox to get a new one. But, yeah, for new owners. If most most 4K tellies, most 4K tellies have, well, I don't know if most do, actually. But my 4K tellies got a 4K upscaler anyway, like, built in. So, I'm not sure... Well, it's not the same, though, is it? Yeah, isn't that just for the TV and stuff? I I can't see that being as good as... Well, is is this new one even doing much upscaling other than TVs and uh, TV and film? Sorry, Matt, what? Is this new one doing much 4K 4K upscaling other than TV and film? No. Well, I mean, I'm thick with this stuff, but from the stuff that I read, it did it with all video input. So if if you've got a 1080p feed going into your telly it will upscale it to 4k yeah but That's upscaling is basically read. bollocks but isn't upscaling exactly what the the s is doing no because the s is actually going to natively render stuff at 4k isn't it no it's not, oh, is it only, not? Okay. well yeah, I'm, I'm yeah not but the games, games aren't going to be natively 4k are they it's only going to do it for um like for video content i thought you said it just yeah. for okay. streaming content really oh, right, yeah. okay it's just you TV can, and film you can, stream, you can stream native 4K stuff on my telly, but I'm talking in terms of games. My understanding Stop from talking reading about your massive telly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jealous. What do, you, what do you want? Should Matt stop talking about his Xbox S? Is that it? Should we stop talking about PS4? Because you're jelly. Because yeah. you're all jelly. You're a jelly James. Is that I am. It? I've got you're a... a jelly James, jelly James. <laughs> Come on, JJ. <laughs> what's, what's your problem? It's not fair, you know. It's like you know. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what TV I've got at the moment? I've got Is a, it one with th- sides on it? Have you got sides on your TV, bro? <laughs> no, it's a it's a 
32-inch Toshiba. It's not very good. That's all right. <laughs> Jesus. Does it make that yeah. boom sound when you turn it on, like those old TVs? Do, <laughs> where the old fucking has light it, has, has it got a wired on. remote? <laughs> to tune it into Xbox dial. channel. No, it's even got a remote. You have to go and like you know just press the buttons on the TV, which is well, a pain when the adverts come on. You have to go and turn it over. <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> the first TV I remember as a kid, we had a dial on it that you had to. It was like a radio dial. Oh shit! You had to spin and tune it in. Yeah, yeah. fucking hell. I remember that. And we had. Well, a, yeah, I remember us having. We had. What's that? We used to have a black and white TV upstairs. And then we had a, obviously we had colour one in the living room and that was like Christmas Shower. treat is that we could bring the Commodore 64 downstairs and play Spy versus Spy and go, look, you can see the quicksand now because it's in colour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you, did, did you have one of the ones with the, yeah, with the remote on, but it was on a cable? Uh, I, th- I don't think it had a remote, it just had like a, like a, like a panel that you opened on the right hand side and then that had all Yeah, 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 we had yeah, one yeah. of those, but there was also one. That it looked, I remember one that looked like it had a panel on the right hand side, but you flipped this cover out and you pulled it out and it had a cable leading to the telly. Shit. Right? But I would actually like that at the moment because fuck (laughs) me, (laughs) that kid will hide that fucking remote (laughs) everywhere. Oh my god, I'm so with you there, Dave. Yeah, every day I'm like, where's it? How can he lose it? Oh, every day is like a massive. How are we living in a day and age, Matt, where we can't press a button on the TV and it makes the remote beep? It's crazy. That's a very good point. That is that should be fucking standard, boys. The other day, I was thinking of just like putting string on the remote and like tying it somehow. I was like, I can't, I can't be dealing with every day. It's like a We're going backwards. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily with my brand new TV, I can just control everything with my mobile anyway. So, you know. well, yeah. Is that? Sorry, Jelly James. What? What? What's the next question? Okay, so we got Ada Black Thirty Nine says, "Have you thought of doing a community game night with the rest of us plebs?" No. Okay. Next question. Then we got <laughs> Faded MFC. <laughs> God, you're such an <laughs> arsehole. It's true, isn't it's it? It's all about <laughs> the listeners, guys. All about listeners, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's true, forever. Though, We've not mentioned it. Oh, we've, no, but we... it, it, I would like to do one, but we haven't really have planned it much. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, have a great night. Next question. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, it anyway. just sounds like we're being really mean. No, da- David's being really mean. When we're not, David is. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> do you want to do that, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Next question. Do, right, wait, 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 wait. The problem with doing these things is when you start adding loads of people who listen to the show on Xbox Live or PSN yeah, or whatever. Loads of people. Don't Come on, uh, Sean. All three of them. Um, it's a really nice feeling initially because you meet people who listen to the show and it's really cool to talk to them and stuff. And then you'll be playing something with leaderboards and you're just like, who the fuck are all these people? I don't, <laughs> I don't know any of these people and all their scores are better than mine. And then you just delete them all. Is that the angle you're going with? It's the angle I'm going <laughs> with. No, it becomes unworkable if you start adding people who listen to the show to your friends list or whatever. It's just... okay. Pain in the ass. If, you, if you're happy so, with that answer, then fine. I'll, I'll, <laughs> from my point of view, yeah. and I I get very little gaming time. Yeah. And when I want a game, I want a game with my 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 mates. Yeah. And I'm I'm at an age now where strangers scare the shit out of me. <laughs> okay, that's the truth. That's that's why I. I mean, yeah, you do, do also that. get people who just barge into your chat parties uninvited and be like, hey guys, what's going on? And you're like, uh, no, no. I'm sure our listeners are brilliant and great and would get on and everything, but 
I I just want to play with my mates. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I totally wouldn't mind, but I only I've only got an Xbox One, and nobody's got one of those. That's so, a good point. Yeah. So, Adam Black, in answer to your answer, yes, we are we are thinking about it. Adam Black, we are thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. As in, yes, Matt is thinking about it. What about and he's, and he's Next deciding question. no. Okay, okay, okay. Faded MFC says, given the way the future of console upgrades is looking, has it made David reconsider getting a gaming PC? No. I'd imagine no. Absolutely not. I I can't be bothered with doing all that shit. I don't want to mm. have an OS running another OS that is playing a game. I, I, that feeling well, that's not quite how it works, out. but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, yeah, how's, how's that not how it works? Well, because it's not like a separate operating system. It's just a, a thing that you're Windows like... Windows runs um, the Microsoft, the new Microsoft thing, right? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. And then and then that will run the game, right? Is that well, how it works? No, not really. The the X, the Xbox app is just like your sort of portal into whatever Xbox it's stuff still you've too bought. Much, it's not like... Sean. It's still too much. And okay. not only that, as I've said time and time again, I don't want to adjust sliders. I don't want to do any of that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. your job, developers. That's okay, fair. You tell me how good the frame rate is going to be, <laughs> and I'll play it. I'll decide if I want to play that shit. Don't it's worth it knowing, me. like, you can... So, I mean, I don't know if, if the Xbox app does the same thing, but, like, with Steam, you can just set it to, A, launch when your PC turns on, and, B, go straight into big picture mode. So, like, you don't even see Windows. So that's the yeah. thing, but yeah. But then and part of you is like, PCs yeah, but then that's a pain be... in the ass if I actually want to use Photoshop or the internet or whatever. And so. also PCs to be a lot smaller that yeah. you can kind of have them on the side and under the telly. You can do it now, and Dave. With all of the with all of Microsoft Windows removed and all of Word and all the all the abilities what, what that PC can do. Gra- get, what, what are you, Word. get rid of all of that shit. <laughs> Get, and just straight into some sort of OS that plays your games. I don't want to that see Microsoft pain. I just want to play games. <laughs> I just want to play. I just want to play games. I don't want to do any of that so shit. Speaking of Xbox and PC, did you see um, Forza Horizon uh, Three at E3? And what did you think of that? I did. I did. Uh, it looks stunning, yeah, and I can't so wait to play. It's it. good. Yeah, that's great. Next question. Okay, so the last one. Which uh, okay. This is Josh Woodford says, what sits for lips or a quaver for a nose? Good question. That is a good question. Top of quavers is they, they melt, so in the and rain... And they stink as well, and having uh, one for a nose, quavers. I assume. But what sits, the trouble with what sits is they get all over your fingers, so... Mm. That's perfect though, right? Because there's nothing better than licking the dust off your fingers from what, what packet of what sits. And this way, you, that never end. you'd have that taste every time you put your finger in your mouth yeah, which I'm, I'm admittedly all, I don't do that much I'm, I'm all for what's it lips the thing is that quavers is nice when they melt on your tongue so people will just be licking your hang on you're thinking of skips oh fuck quavers yeah oh what have I done <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> totally thinking I totally of, think quavers, right quavers are totally superior to what's it's they're, they're much nicer quavers are absolutely not no no way have you ever done that thing clean a snack where have you have you ever done that thing where you put one end of the what's it behind your top t- two teeth and the other at the end of your tongue and then you crush it like a tin can between the back of your... Do that. It's an amazing feeling and it's tasty. You're fucking mental. Okay, Dave. Hey, what was that? I'll show you next time. Right. <laughs> next, time I see you guys, next time I see you guys, I'll bring a packet of what's it and well, I'll show you wait. how to do it. 
and you'll do it constantly after I'm that. I'm fucking train fingers now, mate. Good, get down in. Right, okay, is that it? Yep. We didn't do ask we really the question. Have to do the social media thing. No, basically, right. The email address is the computer game show at gmail.com. Email us. We're at computer game on, at computer game pod on Twitter and on Facebook if you want. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And um, I will say this uh, the only way people can find out about us is through word of mouth. So if you're enjoying the show, please tell people about us. Please tweet or post on a forum thread about podcasts and stuff like that. Or just tell a mate that we're here. And, you know, you enjoy the show and maybe they'll enjoy the show and then hopefully we will take over the world and that's the way we'll do it. Similarly, no, I mean, if you like the show but you reckon it's a bit niche, then it's cool to just be like, yeah, I listen. Uh, you wouldn't like it, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's actually the better thing to do because yeah. they'll go, no, fuck off. I'll love it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then bang, yeah. million followers. It's got loads of highbrow it. jokes and that. Space. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for living it. We'll see you next week. Hopefully for a shorter show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Nighty night.